Welcome back, everyone, to the Stream Deck Podcast. This is the Holy Grail here. We're here with a new episode featuring Nutsy Poo, who's a recent Twitch partner and Pirates fan. He's also a lawyer. We kind of get into that, too. It's a really fun conversation about him, Paul Cine, and Ray Cheesy. Join me, Scan, and Ants Larmstrong in this conversation, where we kind of review how MLB The Show has been so far. We talk about a couple of the exploits that have kind of changed the game, our thoughts about on everything, and whether or not comeback logic is real. Pretty long one. So we're going to get right into the conversation. If you guys like the conversation, make sure you guys are following along, subscribing, and I hope you guys enjoy this. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Jeter, I saw it today in the stream. But yes, if sir. you don't, if you don't have a cap and you are a competitive player, you are at a disadvantage. And if you are not exploiting this exploit, mm-hmm. you are at a disadvantage. And mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, there's been times in the past where we've seen like people like putting out like exploit videos and like kind of getting like shit on and like you know. What are you going to do? The entire community <laughs> is doing it. The, everyone. And, and everyone. And it's like, I know people who have gotten 2 million plus stubs off doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is insane to me. I've made three archetypes mm-hmm. and I've gotten, I mean, I'm still sitting at 20K stubs, but I, I blow my packs. But that's not my point. It's, it's crazy. So if you don't do it, you're at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for the listeners out there if they don't know what um, exactly what we're talking about. Creative players have always been in the game, but this year I think they they attempted to make it a harder grind, and there was more attributes and stats that you had to grind out. But the people like ants and other yeah, YouTubers. Kind of exposed a, there's a, glitch. a glitch where you could literally grind out your player without even playing the game. You could score a thousand, fifteen hundred runs a game, hit seventy five home runs a game, and it all counted towards your stats. So um, people are getting these maxed out players, the best we've ever seen creative players, at a rate at which no one's ever seen, at the quickest rates you've ever seen, and. Two hours. It's ba- it's Two all- hours. It's pretty much breaking I mean, the game. Less it, than that I now mean, with the whole uh, with the rosters now. Oh, it's really yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're going from like start. It to still finish, takes two hours. hours. Start to finish about two hours, but then yeah. you make yeah. how many subs? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you make stubs, Well, the thing is, XP. everyone's doing it. Yeah, everyone's yeah, doing you know, it. So the diamonds equipment is just. When I first made my video on it, and I because I had finished one to showcase the packs in the video. And I opened one and I got like a 30k pair of cleats. I was like, eh, you know, that's about par for the course. Could be better. And now like every now diamond equipment, like, like 10k, 10K stuff, yeah, all cheap. So listen, so that means one thing: buy it now because when they patch it, it's gonna go back up. Mm-hmm. Two though, dude, if you're not doing the glitch, something's wrong with you because well, that's the crazy thing too. They have patched it once. They had fixed it once, and then the last patch unfixed yeah you know i I remember the exact day it's seven o'clock in the morning right it's 7 a.m and there was server maintenance and someone gets on and they go on 
during stream and they're like i'm playing road the show while server main's happening comes back on and they're like oh my god like you can go back and get stubs again and i'm like what five people in my stream went and checked it out they're like oh, no bro he's serious like <laughs> if they reversed the patch and now oh, since then everyone has a video and everyone's a millionaire in the game yep. yeah so here's so is there any way to fix this not um, now. I mean, at this point, yeah. Yeah, at, at this, this point, point no. you probably. I listen. I think the only we'll call it a fix if they're gonna if is straight up taking them out of Diamond Dynasty. Will it happen? No, they're not going. I, to. Yeah. Oh, oh, like I, I, I know it, it would could completely do. break Road to the I know show. What you could do. You could um out getting XP towards the end because again, like I said the other day, if you're doing this glitch, do not finish your uh your diamond progression the whole way wrap mm -hmm. it up after the second pack because when the new inning comes out if you say have 10 archetypes and you're not fully maxed out you mm -hmm. do those you get xp like, mm -hmm. like that's what's crazy i started this yep. i had 158,000 xp i'm now at 500,000 from literally playing maybe 10 br games one rank game and the rest rode the show glitch yeah like i got the pegs not to mention they still have that uh that connected accounts XP bug or whatever. People get like a hundred thousand XP, you know, for finishing a conquest game. I see, I didn't yeah, yeah it happened well. to me after a ranked game, and I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I got hit what? back to back ranked games. I got like three hundred thousand XP. That's how I went from the second inning program came out like an hour into it. People were coming yeah, be like, oh, people yeah. already at six hundred fifty k XP. Like, I've never even done that. I heard of it. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I I didn't try to do it. Literally, I just I came yeah, out yeah, of a ranked to, season like, game. I never, like I didn't do anything intentionally. Just like I got like a ton of XP after finishing a game. Yeah, so, I went from like level six on the uh, the program all the way to the end in two ranked seasons games. So, question to you guys though, and Ants, and you're you're a big like you know stream when a new inning comes out, mm -hmm. get the card as quick as you can, guy. Does this kind of Fuck around with that a bit. Oh yeah, I mean it's yeah. like it's yeah, it's like ruined it entirely. That right. aspect of it, which those those were my biggest streams last I year. I know. This yeah, was mini programs, yeah, and now that's it's so like, tough. Because you know so, the goal is being one of the first five people to get it, but if people get it in like an hour and a half, so I has this, you, know, you can't compete with that. Has this ruined the game? It's at this it. point, currently. Yeah, it's I think it's, it's hurt it. It's agree. hurt it for sure. Yeah, I it's agree. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, the price people of things just, like, normally grinding it, that was like a lot of stubs. You know, if you if you finish it just like within the first week, you can still sell the boss for quite a bit. And now they're like super low after a week because everybody's yeah. able to get to it so quickly. People had Jason Bane a couple hours. Yeah. 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 There were, yeah, there were people who were <laughs> six, all 650k XP in like hour and a half, two hours. That's mm -hmm. insane. Yeah. Well, it's kind of ruined it. I mean, last, last year they gave you the ability to get the the boss day one right but how they're trickling out the conquests and mm -hmm. like player programs and stuff you can't actually yeah. roll through yeah, it they, in they, they intended to make it slower to get but with some of the things in plates people are getting it as quick as they've ever done it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so Which that's means, definitely an issue slower to get like i think that's fine but you know you can't have like a glitch going on while that's happening as well yeah and i think this goes into another good uh, point in conversation when Paul actually brought this up on Twitter um, a few days ago and he 
I don't want to speak for you, Paul, but basically you were saying that the game is kind of like you kind of boring you right now. And I so, think my comment yeah. was that like everything's pretty much exactly the same how they're rolling everything out content wise. And sure, that's probably great for all the Xbox people that are brand new to the game. They don't, you know, they're playing LB the show for the first time. All these inning programs are amazing. But like for us that have been doing it for two years straight and this is our third year of doing yeah. it, it's like it's such a monotonous grind it just feels like the same it's just like you're getting the you're getting better cards each time around you're doing the exact same thing though well i'd like to make a point about that is that most people pretty much nine over 90 percent of people play video games for fun mm -hmm. right we're doing it daily stream creating content doing these other things right so yeah. that's way more than just fun right yeah, and yeah. not everyone has fun doing that shit yep so I've played this game now for two straight years, the entire cycle. And every year I'm like, I want to stop playing this. And I do. I played other shit like the, you know, January, February this year. I played other games, mm -hmm. right? But I kept coming back to this no matter what. And um, I think it's just a burnout thing. I think mm -hmm. you can't play every... There's, you can't tell me one game you literally won to fire up every single day of the last two years. And would have fun so mm -hmm. it's not that wasn't a shot it's why i didn't want that to be a bash thread no no, no. i don't think it was no i know I but like people was. still gave their shitty comments and i was yeah. kind of like all right whatever but like it was just it's a little burnout and there, again yeah. like you said there's nothing new and mm -hmm. conquest is worse this year can't oh, do that conquest bro there's a road to the show glitch i'm literally having the most fun sitting on watching netflix doing a road to the show glitch <laughs> i think hit and can we get can we say one more thing? Pitching's cool, but hitting still fucking sucks. Fielding's dog shit. There's a lot of things wrong with the game that mm -hmm. no one really says. And again, I'm not a top player, so I don't really know, but I still notice these things happening. Pitching mm -hmm. is awesome. I get it. I've pinpointed, I'm not great with it, but when I do it, it's great. But there's still shit wrong with this game. And everyone's getting through the honeymoon phase now. Mm -hmm. And I hate to be the fucking guy who like says it, but it is still not a great game. It's not. I don't feel it is. Do you think this game is better than last year, though? I think you also brought that conversation up. No, I think I actually right now, I think content was better last year because of the conquest packs and things you could pull. Now, conquest sucks. Who wants to do that? I think, Nobody. I think they're also really faulting right now on the headliners. Um, they literally just dropped an Eddie Matthews that is very, 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 very comparable to Kyle Seeger, who you have to grind out either 40 wins or make World Series. And you're, you're telling me you're dropping a card that is, I don't want to say easily attainable, but a lot easier attainable than this Kyle Seeger. And it's basically a very similar card. And I don't know. I'm just something like that just does not sit right with me. I like the card. I think mm -hmm. it's a cool fucking card, but yeah, I don't know. There, it just it seems off. like there's a there's a content balance issue right yeah. now. Uh, it seemed like the content flowed uh, better last year, even with it going into COVID, and it feels like, um, and and you know this could one hundred percent be you know, a dev cycle issue where they weren't allowed to be in the studios, but it feels like a lot of recycled material. And I oh, think you well, yeah. noticed it really have heavily in the live series collection 
like chipper's awesome that's a cool reward but it was also a br reward last Yo, year and... was anyone surprised was anyone kind of actually not surprised let down and everyone loves chipper but was anyone let down that chipper was the reward oh 100 yes. yeah. because we, yeah. we've, yeah. we've been using him for so long yeah. we've used yeah. that card for so long and that's what and i was he's great but his defense isn't that all that no <laughs> like it's... it's not but like yeah the bad yeah, the thing there, with chipper uh... is like this is the best ship we had in a while. It's a cool card, but like, we we want someone fresh, someone new, someone new, someone Hank like, Aaron, really uh, give a good go you know? and make it feel like that. Why not multi-million sub? Why not Hank really Aaron? If you yeah, if you have the rights to Hank Aaron, why would you not make Hank Aaron the reward? Honestly, and you have yeah. Clemente. Yeah, maybe, maybe, you maybe, maybe, they have something. I mean, they got something. They got some up their sleeves, but it's I mean, like I don't know. It, it I hope they're not just and they at the end of the day, like they'll cool be... way, and we view it, you know, way differently than we do now yeah. as well. Yes, man, but I would hope. Hope that, yeah. I would right, love yeah, to hope hopefully. that. They, well, I mean, hopefully they aren't just like, hey, in the seventh inning program, get Hank Aaron is the boss. Or like, hey, Which it's is October, cool, but like, there's not reward, the excitement Hank Aaron, you know, something like that. But like, like, like something Ox fun and creative. Our Oxide just said in chat, we need to give time for content to develop. Dude, last year, who was our who was our reward again? Mickey Mantle. Yeah, that was a fun card. Like, like Chipper is not fun to me. Like, like I've Dude. used that card so many times over the years. But here's the thing too. Yeah. You get you get a Mickey Mantle. The year before was who? Mace. Who was Mace. 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 Right. So you get these two lockdown center fielders that pretty much could have stayed on your team the entire year. Oh, they will did Chipper for me. Stay at third? Yeah, pretty much Chipper will probably stay at third, but you had to work to get the Chipper for third base. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it's give time for content to develop, but again, the content within packs is ass. The content within content uh, and uh, conquest is ass. Um, I'm one of the people who went ahead and grinded the entire fucking 42 oh, series. No. Oh no! And gosh. now, no. now oh, it's no. a separate thing. Oh which, no! Which also is another thing we should talk about tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's a separate thing which I don't really necessarily give a shit about. But last year was totally different. Like why not give something? And again. You don't give something to the grinders when you your servers are dog shit for so long, and then you give out a free forty two card that I can't even sell because I grinded it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm mad. I'm so salty about that. Stuff. No, 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 that's totally fair. Well, here, here's my theory on the chipper collection. I don't know if it's just me, but this is like the the most logical thing I thought of. I think when they were when they saw say a lot of people really getting collections on no money spent last year, and things they planned on adding this year, like say the BR program, rank program. Maybe they were thinking this reward is going to be a lot easier to obtain. Maybe we shouldn't put someone super amazing in there that's going to be the most wanted player anyway because they're going to be in their lineups all year. Maybe you put a guy like Chipper, so like it's a good player that they will use, but you know, it's not like you can kind of put Chipper on the side for someone fresh and exciting in comparison to like Hank Aaron. But if he was like, if a lot of us were getting him so soon, like now. And he would literally be in our lineups like all year, and it was very okay. But easy to tell earn. me why Alfonso is like the best card out of all of them. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's the, a little. It's weird too because like Alfonso is definitely the the most wanted of the bunch because mm -hmm. he plays well, second, which is a very weak position, and he has super great power and defense. And you can stick him out in the speed. outfield too. Like he could Just be a great center fielder. Mm -hmm. Think about if the collection reward was this, and I think I would have been much happier with this if mm -hmm. you get. A Yankees Alfonso card for the AL collection. You get a juiced Roberto Clemente for the NL collection, and the overall collection reward is Hank Aaron. 
I think we all like, thought that we was going to happen. Thought, well, like ninety yeah, percent of us happening. discussed that mm -hmm. that was what we wanted. We got one of the cards, but yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent. I mean, Here, Dave, I mean, I, I'll talk my freaking uh, like. Listen, David Ortiz I, I, does I, I, not I, belong in that collection. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Listen, uh, when Lou Gehrig comes out, automatic replacement first, automatically. Oh, David Ortiz, me. it's been fun. Bye. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, like, dude, I'm just, I keep thinking about just like, it's not. Like the conquest again. So uh, people were talking about in, in chat the conquest. Like, what do we actually want to see with rewards? Last year we talked about this for stream. J Pro posted a fucking photo of a conquest map that had one ball and pack in it, and we all know what mm -hmm. ball and packs are. <laughs> yep. And then he and he he posted then a screenshot of last year's second inning where it had a headliner. It had every. It had it's more stubs. Everything. Mm -hmm. it, me. I have done one conquest map. It was the second inning because I wanted Jason Bay quicker. That's it. I have not done the, the USA one, which I never do. I've not done any of the other ones. I'm not doing it. It's not worth was it. The, was that the was that the Mother's Day one? Yeah, it, oh, yeah, it was the Mother's Day one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's the weird thing with that. The, the thing with this, though, is that Mother's Day last year was also a month further into the game. Yeah. So I think that, that changes things as well. With the game releasing a month later... It kind of, you know, they they're they're still pacing it the same as if it was April of last year, yeah, versus May of last year. I think hey, I think Brian, that okay. changes things a lot as well. I agree with that, but do you do you think the conquests have been worth it? So far, probably not. No, they okay. definitely haven't. Right. Been. Definitely. I've, yeah. I've been I've been hoping that we get some forty two packs in these because I've yeah, they have prices are point, insane right? right now. You yeah. think they want to make Jackie a little bit more attainable? That's the thing. Yeah. I went and yeah. bought those. I went and bought the additional cards for Jackie. I bought them, and that's expensive. I decided to go right. Jackie before Trout because I couldn't afford Trout. And I know I'm not pulling Trout, so I went Jackie instead. And then now they're just like giving away some things that I can't even sell, and they're going for a lot of money. And it's mm -hmm. like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, it's odd know. to make it unsellable to me. That was an opportunity to like. It seems like we haven't had like they have some weird mix of things with scaling content. Like it seems like the conquests are really slow in their own other pace. But now we're getting ranked season rewards that are now 96 overalls and are like, you no, know, I feel like that's further ahead than, say, Conquest and certain other things. It's kind of confusing, it feels like. So the player of the month was really juiced as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's I think that honestly screwed up a bunch of things. Cause it, I feel uh, like that was an issue they did last year, though. Some, some, some of that content was not as good. And so you, there was, mm -hmm. I remember, oh, was, was the second World Series the one with, uh, Dustin Bedroya and Eric Davis, not Eric Davis. Um, oh yeah, what's his face? Um, it was that was either the second or third World Series. George Foster. Like none of those cars would even be top was, five at their positions when they released. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that George Foster card, yeah, like George was Foster. like a not as good Gary Sheffield who can play right. in infield. So it seems this year they've tried to go on the other end of that spectrum, at least. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, the part of the problem with the monthly rewards though is like literally there was four legitimate starters yeah in that program right away mm -hmm. which takes away some of the incentive to enjoy some of the team affinity rewards like mm -hmm. why am i going to use the team affinity reward when i can trent grisham for example trent grisham perfect that card is awesome that team affinity trent grisham is awesome byron buxton comes out and it's like well I have no use for trent grisham anymore nah, trent's <laughs> playing right field for me what are you talking about he's parallel five baby what are you talking about <laughs> what do you mean but for real though, like, is there? Uh, I lost my train of thought. Shit, I hate myself. Uh, anyway, go ahead. 
Yeah, go. <laughs> I think. Well, I think that's what, what you're kind of saying, with, especially with the Team Infinity. Now that we know Team Infinity Two is coming, which we can discuss that some more. But mm -hmm. like those cards are going to have to be like 95 plus overall. Yeah, I was thinking that too. And they got to be like at least really 94 or really above. Many lineups right now. Well, the second tier was 93, 94, 95 last. I think so. I think it was maybe right? a 92 yeah. in there. It was Future yeah. Stars. Yeah, yeah they weren't they more than like 92. I don't four, I thought. I thought they went up to 94. Yeah, I think it was like 92 to 94. I think yeah, they'd have to be like four to ninety six this year to be, you know, yeah. fit they in. They have to really if you really want them to be usable, mm -hmm. right? Oh. They have to. Mm -hmm. I remember. I remember what I was going to say, so I want to say it before I forget it again. Um, I've had this conversation multiple times with people, and I want to get your guys' opinion on it too. I love how the live series cards come into play. I absolutely love it. I love the inside edge. I think it's fantastic. I, I think it's fun. I almost. Because we do have a year of this game. I wish that SDS would not put out these team affinities so quick. I wish they would put out these high diamonds later, at least a month or two. Mm -hmm. And we play with these live series cards when baseball is actually on. And we get it makes it makes me pay more attention. I can use live series cards. You still can make a good team, but like there's so many just all the team affinity cards just out there. Like, I think the only one I wish I had on my team at one point live series is Mike Trout. That's it. I didn't need anyone else. Like, mm -hmm. and I think that's a huge aspect of this game that they're just shutting out so quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I think yeah. they tried to fix that with paralleling between, you know, having, you know, a, enough time to be able to use cards. And then, you know, I mean, a situation like last year, Willie Mace came out in like what the second to last World Series, and there was a lot of people that were super upset about that. It's like, oh, we have to wait all the way till November to get Willie Mace. I think I think it's definitely a tough balance. But mm -hmm. if they released more lower level usable cards of those players as well that you could use, like if you had a Willie Mace that was a comparable to, you know, like a Cody Bellinger or some other, you know, live series outfielder, and you can make the choice between those two, and then as the year goes goes on, maybe you release like, some more of those like legends. Imagine, imagine if that. First Clemente card was the best right fielder you could get for a month, right? People mm -hmm. might not dig it, but you can use other players. You could use live series players, but like put them out slowly. I don't know. I feel like they're, they're missing so much because the only reason you would use live series cards is in BR or events. You're not using mm -hmm. them in, you're not using them in, uh, in ranks. Mm -hmm. I think, I think they need to, it, it, I mean, yeah. the only way I think you solve that is you give, you give them more of an upgrade. You put Trout at 99. You put DeGrom at 95. Like, that's the only way I see it being usable. Because otherwise, yeah. I mean, the only live series cards I have, like, maybe, like, Devin Williams, uh, DeGrom, and, like, Trout now. And, and Acuna. And, like, that's yeah. 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 Like the so top of the top, like basically. The, the yeah. Yeah. And they it's need to be more generous on the inside edge, too, in my opinion, then, too. Because... I, I, I really I really love that part of the game. Mm -hmm. I love that they have that, that it fluctuates. Like it makes drafting BR teams much more difficult. You're like, oh, Jake Diekman's playing down six today. Mm -hmm. But it's still Jake Diekman, you know. But yeah. you, you know, JD Martinez is playing up 15 power. Mm -hmm. Like you're taking JD minus the defense. Who cares? Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, like in BR with inside edge in like parallel three with Jesse Winker. I had him, he was a 78 to start, and he was playing up to an 85. 
Right. Like that's that's insane for a yes. silver card. Mm-hmm. And like that I kind of thing is that. so fun. And I've been I'm someone who normally hadn't interacted with. I'm not much of a BR guy. MOC you just play rank, but this year I'm playing a lot more BR, and I've been loving that. Just like the inside edge aspect and drafting your players smart cause that and like it's just fun having that connection to the real league because the closest thing we have to that in our lineups is the monthly stuff other than a lot of these guys and that's it i was gonna say i enjoy personally i enjoy rank seasons a lot more uh when early in the year when people aren't rocking like full 99 god squads because it feels like in my opinion when they throw all the 99s out it kind of breaks the breaks the game like the the game the um the game doesn't feel like it was made to play on 125 scale right so like you have these 125 goons against both sides like that 99 mike trout from last year and he's hitting home runs on pitches that should not be a home run pitch and you just can't do anything about it and i feel like you pay you play madden right yeah so i i I was in someone's stream the other day and they were talking about how the game sucks now they hate 21 Mm -hmm. and someone replied and said that's because you can get everyone's 99 Mm -hmm. so there's no competition anymore everyone's just fucking cracked and juice you're Mm -hmm. saying the same exact thing about this like that's the same thing like yeah i i don't enjoy rank I mean, ranks an infuriating experience for me just because I'm not a top tier player, but ranked at the end of the year is an even more infuriating experience because I mean, all you're facing is goon after goon after goon after goon after goon. And like, you have to be so locked in on every pitch because if you miss that ball's gone, like there's just nothing you can do about it. Whereas, you know, if I'm playing this teams right now and there's a live series, Bryce Harper, and then maybe Byron Buxton player of the month, the next at bat, like, it feels it feels a lot more organic and it doesn't feel like you know what the outcomes of the game are going to be a lot more yeah it's a it's so tough man it's like i think one thing that with this year it's kind of i don't want to say you know say it's a double-edged sword that like there's so many avenues to get players there's so many good players in the game right now which is great in the sense you know you have a lot of choice of what you can do but the downside is it seems like one thing quickly outs, outclasses the other really quickly. And it's just like, how do you balance that? Where like you make someone like at this point, would I really tell people to grind Team Affinity 1? No, I'd probably just tell them to wait mm-hmm. and not even do that and do the monthly awards, maybe play the BR program and sell those stuff and buy some live series guys, maybe. But like even still, like I don't I can't suggest that kind of thing when I don't even use them out of my team anymore. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of them on my bench, maybe one in the rotation, and that's it. It's like, obviously, I have a really good team, which is a fair thing. I'm Not everyone has a team like me. But I don't think I could still suggest to do something like that when you're starting from square one because, like, what's the point when they're going to get outclassed like that with how much time you have to put into it? It's yeah. probably not that worth it. And the Player of the Month program essentially made – the all of the outfield team affinity cards obsolete and the corner infield obsolete mm-hmm. because like that oh, that yeah. justin turner and vlad are really really good plus you have caps to throw in there on top of that and mm-hmm. then you know buxton and shohei in the outfield it's like okay well i don't really have anyone mm-hmm. in the team affinity that can Wait, compete can, with that can we talk about caps real quick again so your guys thoughts on caps scan you made a controversial post the other day I, I, yeah here's here's my thing about the caps which I, I had a good discussion about because I really liked the, the talk with it, but 
I was feeling a little bit like I felt like a lot of times people will show a lot of hate towards, say, pitcher cats, which which I kind of get because it's, it's a lot of times intrinsically toxic to have a submariner throwing 100 mile per hour in a slurve. And now they, like, now they have 90 stamina. Now they have 90 stamina. Yeah, they're insane. And like at first, I was I was thinking at first, like, why don't we have that same energy towards hitters because they're just they could be just as game changing as a pitcher, especially if they're playing. And that was what how I was started it. But mm. obviously, you know, I was talking to people, and I was talking to mostly the top guys. Really, I think I got their argument because I was thinking is how can you even hit that player on legend? How can you even touch that baseball? When you have a hundred mile per hour fastball, a sixty mile per hour changeup, and they could just stay in the game as long as possible, especially if they're a reliever too. You know they who can super big stamina. You know who can hit that though? The freaking create a player with a massive PCI because they got one hundred twenty five power bo- or one hundred twenty five contact mm-hmm. both sides. Which I, so I, it's feel, like, I feel that aspect of it, but I felt yeah. like the the pitcher side thing. People are doing because they're especially trying to abuse it and make yeah. it something toxic. No, I agree. If it was like a regular release thing, it's like, okay, that's a little more tough. But a lot of people are using like Dare No Day, All-Star 28, whatever it is, submarine, touching the ground pitcher. It's like, there's no way. I mean, like, even top players can't even hit that. Do so it's think, like. Do you think the fact that now that not only can you get your play, not only can you glitch your cap, but you can also get him to a 99 and he can also have five pitches yeah is the and worst you part. could choose the release yeah, that, i think yeah. like i had said this before no, i agree here i had felt that if they were going to add pitcher caps like that you could choose like they have to have archetypes where you're limited in say the pitch choices the pitch velocity and things like that and i was saying if you were to have say some mariners you got to find a way to cap that velocity so it isn't over like a hundred miles now because yeah. there's yeah there are not submarine pitchers like that who throw high velocity it just for, you for, can't for, get the same for four or five plus innings game i know no, yeah and we, it's like, no, I we talked saying, to, like, we talked about that before the game even dropped that if it, they, yeah. they have to they have to fix that and they didn't and mm-hmm. and i was my worry with it was like at my thing, my the reason I wasn't as worried because I was thinking before, oh, at least they got to grind it and road to the show. Exactly. It's a little bit more of a grind. And if you are someone who mainly likes road to the show, they'll mostly be the people who have it, and not yeah. everyone who just is grinding tough. If you don't have the time to grind that, but you know, lo and behold, we get simulating glitch where mm-hmm. you could sit there like Paul does watch Netflix. I mean, I I was talking in Discord with five of my moderators, and everyone was doing the glitch, and yeah. we're all just laughing like, oh. So- it's me. Oh my god. I got the I got the legendary call. That's 40k stubs. Oh my god, my dude's insane. And like it's so easy to do. Yeah. And like that's the everyone thing just is like, spit out a cap. And I think that is really a some of that's really like all my fears about the cap kind of thing went true because that grind isn't long now. So now yeah, you know, imagine a lot of people you play in ranked have it. Imagine having to actually grind out a pitcher cap and having to get Thousands of strikeouts, hundreds of innings. You wouldn't even mm-hmm. be able to play Diamond Dynasty. And that was my argument at the beginning of the year is like, okay, well, not there's not going to be a lot of these because it's going to be so incredibly hard to grind out that most people are going to be like, I'm just going to play ranked anyways. Why not? For one card, mm-hmm. like this time, I'm going to be worth it, you know? It's going to take forever yeah. for people to get these cards. Yeah, and I had um, which we call. I had even said before the game had come out. Um, oh God, what was my train of thought? Oh no, I did. 
the pause when they thought. Alright, go on. I'll think about it again. I'll, I'll find what I was talking about. I, I mean, the, the the thing too, though, is once you get a couple caps in, you already have that diamond equipment, too. So, you can get through it even faster. Yeah. Like, and it's just... Yeah. I mean, I dude, look, man, I got like four or five archetypes I think I got, like, right now. I like it. I'm, I'm fine with caps being in the game. If the caps are going to be in the game, if they are going to be in it. Mm-hmm then do it if they're not mm -hmm. i don't i actually have no problem with that either take them out like i'm good with that yeah, like, same. I don't, if it's not an option cool i'm fine with mm -hmm. it but if they're in there i'm taking advantage Agreed. you have that's what i think yeah, that's what i think to. the mentality is i i think i think most people in the community can say especially now if you're say you're playing the game competitively i mean whether you're a top player or like whatever like you're trying to play the game to win all the time i think most people feel that Caps for Diamond Dynasty doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to, in terms of balancing. I think most people would rather them not be in Diamond Dynasty just because they're really hard to balance. It's a whole other aspect. And it kind of sucks in that aspect because mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who enjoy making a player that, say, resembles them or some funny thing for the meme of it, and they don't take it as seriously as a lot of people. But obviously when you have them be as powerful, as good as they are, Unfortunately, they kind of it kind of ruins the experience for them if they have to take it out. So, like, it's such like a that's a tough thing to to handle. But I think most of us feel that like caps probably shouldn't be in. But if they're in the game, people are gonna use them if they want to compete. And at the end, they we can't really hate on that. It's a part of the game. It's not their fault. It's a part of the game. Mm -hmm. They're just doing what they can to win. I agree. Yeah, it's just going to be an ever, I mean, it's just yeah. going to drive people insane for the whole year, and it's going to be yeah. broken all year, and uh, there's nothing we can do about it. It's in SDS's court now. I don't think there's yeah. not really much you can well, do. Think about this, too. We got about till July until SDS cashes it in and said, hey, this is the game. This is what you got. No more yeah. patches. Yeah, we'll do updates. We'll do that. But that I mean every. I mean, we got to about midsummer, so whatever's broke now, if it's not fixed, it's not. It's not getting fixed. They're working yeah. on next year's game. So, mm -hmm. and Kaoxide has a really good point. Uh, I am in kind of in a weird position. Like, I feel like the offline, the offline players and the online players are kind of always at odds, right? Like, yeah, the franchise community is kind of always shitting on DD, and I've seen a lot of DD people kind of shit on franchise. But Road to the Show, the way they implemented it and tried to incorporate it into Diamond Dynasty, kind of burned both bridges because, like, people the mm -hmm. DD players aren't excited with how it turned out, and then the people who were like super loyal to Road to the Show aren't excited with not being but, able to mm -hmm. play completely offline. Can I can I, yeah. can I say one thing about that though? I really think if and we're talking about the game making changes going forward, this was a good change. I think mm -hmm. it just wasn't fully well worked out. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to make changes to a game and try and expand it, I I I fully believe that going like the 2K route where you make archetypes is a thing yep. to do. Mm -hmm. But that's, uh, yeah. That's where they're headed 100%. Yeah. And I think that's here to stay. Mm -hmm. So we got to like that. And that's why I also think the caps are here to stay. Uh, here to stay. No, I, I think uh, yeah. that's fair. And here's my thing, right? I think all of us can agree, like we were feeling before the game. I think the intent, the connect road to the show to Diamond Dynasty was good. It was to maybe draw some people who like roads 
to the show, playing some Dynasty, or maybe play us who mostly play DD to dabble in some road to the show and expand our horizons a little bit. And I think with that, the intent was there, but obviously the execution hurt road to the show, like the passion road to the show guys lost some like the things that made road, some things that made road to the show good. And obviously in, on the DD side thing, now we're facing the best caps ever. Bro, so, like, dude, it's scan. How many kinda, times have we had this conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that SDS it's, has it's a great idea, but they just cannot execute to save their lives, dude. It's like, I mean, mm-hmm. we brought it, up. It's tough, though. I mean, I don't know what planet. I mean, ideally, I don't know how you would have found that balance of taking a, a road to show player. You could make literally whatever you want. And finding a way to transfer that in a balanced manner to Diamond Dice. The balance was the time put into it, yeah. I think. But, but the balance that was, was the also balance. an 89 overall scam. Yeah. That true. That too. Mm-hmm. I wish they kind of stuck out with that. Because mm-hmm. now you, you're connected to, you should, they should have found a way to cap them. Cap the caps at a certain level. Well, Stop and 2K does a really, 2K does a really good job of, doing it i think like 2k has its issues and i know it's kind of fashionable to crap on 2k as a company but as far as it goes like their my career implementation into mm-hmm. like my park and that kind of stuff is really really good it's a no, good I system agree. it is yeah it's we we very impressive we 2k I, I mean mm-hmm. we've all had fun with 2k and that progression yeah they, they do that very well i think there's, mm-hmm. there's always something to learn with that and i think i think this was maybe i think this is a step in i think it was more of a statement thing. They try, they're trying to expand Road to the Show and other things. Maybe next year they take it a different route with expanding Road to the Show into something different, especially with it being mostly a next-gen game next year and not the jump between platforms. Can we be honest, though? Like, who, who really cares about offline players, right? I mean, am I right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, am I right? Hey, giving them the bag at the end of the day. Hey, you know, the hey no one gives a shit about offline players, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, Nutsy, what do you got to say about that? I mean, I would say that there's a lot of very successful offline content creators yeah. that uh, I think that there's I do not care. Bad here's, offline here's, more than anything. Here's That's the thing. I feel bad. There's a, there's a, you know, whether it be 2K, whether it be AO, or now it seems like SDS, um, it seems like there's a good chunk of the population that plays these games that really enjoy franchise mode or career modes. And they really want to play those modes. And it seems like a lot of the companies are kind of turning their back on those players. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you see the outcry, like when Madden dropped their franchise last year and changed nothing. And then you had mm-hmm. fixed Madden franchise trending for weeks on Twitter. And I mean, SDS said, made all of these grand uh, exclamations during the franchise streams and said they were making changes to franchise that was going to be Bro, like a building there's no money foundation. in franchise there's I no understand money there's in no money in franchise but there's money in keeping franchise players ingrained in the game not yeah. really though you know why because those people buy the game for 60 bucks a year and don't put any money into it you buy someone who buys the game and they play DD and they put money in the packs you're making a lot more money than one offline player Just yeah but would you rather they pay $60 to buy the game or not buy the game well, here's I don't I think, think that matters. Well. Here's that my: a lot of people will just buy the new game anyway for updated rosters, updated players in the game, because mm-hmm. that's kind of what they have. They have new rosters, new players to add every year. And yes, you can have people that make rosters and things like that, but they have the actual rights of players and they add them all in for franchise. So a lot of people 
they just like franchise probably keep buying anyway just for that kind of purpose alone if they're not super duper into it and the people really into franchise may just keep buying anyway just to give it a shot i think that like nuts he has a good point though like dude like they promised that like the trade uh logic was fixed and uh, oh my god it's it, it, from all accounts horrible. it seems like it's the worst of all time <laughs> remember how good it was when they gave that stream too they're like yo we totally revamped everything it's like it's it's like yeah. we did it all and it's like hey you kind of fucked this part up <laughs> i was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt i had a nice public spat with mills on twitter on twitter over franchise after that stream and then it came out and it, it was not executed well mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's where we're at like yeah. hopefully we get start getting some patches because I know it's incredibly hard to stabilize the servers and kind of fix those things that they have to have working, but it's starting to get time where like actual game patches need to start coming. Are we are we talking about servers tonight or no? We're not. Oh, we're hell yeah! Servers? Why not? Okay, all right. Just just asking. Just question. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to get into that because it is. Oh, so like when I stream in the mornings, they're always fucking down, so I end up playing. <laughs> another game for my normal time sds is literally taking food out of my children's mouth every single time i fire up i can't <laughs> afford to feed my kids like i'm broke i'm i started a garden last week and i'm feeding my kid like literally baby tomatoes to like survive and that's all i can do because i gotta feed them as soon as they grow so what the fuck well you should be a franchise uh streamer then sounds like yeah, yeah. <laughs> spend a lot of money on a game here. Damn right. Yeah. Um, no, dude. Like, I mean, yesterday I was trying to find a ranked game for almost an hour yesterday, an hour, and it kept kicking an me hour? out. What rank are you? Oh, you kept getting kicked out. Okay, no, no, yeah, no. I, I can't yeah, play. Yeah. I can't play, play with out. other stadiums. I was like, Dave, what are you playing? Thirteen hundred. Every time it boosts me out. Yep, yep. Can't get into it. Can't. You can somehow play people that have custom stadiums so but you can't like so, pick your own and get in earlier you can't even play in it ants can't I, even I, play in a custom stadium yeah, it's really if, I, weird. if i try to search for one i'm either i'll either be the road team or it'll kick me out yeah well Same. that's funny because like for me i was i was playing br and i was being really insistent with it today i was like I'm, i mean I, i've been doing the last couple of streams i always search with a custom stadium and i'll get like kicked out a couple times it'll be like opponent found yep. and then like it exits you out and he's like um no and then try again and it'll kick you back to the main menu and then like for some reason like the third or fourth time it'll suddenly work for me and then i'll either play away sometimes or i will actually play in my stadium but i've noticed i've been playing a lot more road games than i had been which is probably the factor of the scene you guys do you guys think creative stadiums broke the game as well mm. i love it I, I, I had think so it's much done fun creating good, my stadium. It? Yeah. You I think make... that was actually one of the things that they executed well. But Scan... You, I haven't okay. had much weirdness with it. Scan, have you... I mean, you play on Legend. I don't... Have you ever played a Legend game yet with a field that had 5,200 elevation? I hadn't, at least from my knowledge, no. But I bet right. you it is all hell. I, I played a Hall of Fame Legend at that point with a couple... I mean, hell, I played a Day Stadium one game on Hall of Fame Legend. Bro, Day... Had that that elevation max out, and the ball was everything was leaving. 
Bro, it's... the fact that the fact that what ship it ship it is what elevation? A little over three thousand, right? Mm-hmm. The There's fact that you can make the I think the fact that you can make us create a statement two thousand more elevation than that, that's insane. And I I do find it kind of cheesy, even though I love creative stadiums. Like you guys said, I love it. I think it's great. I love making them. It's a little cheesy. Should it be in ranked seasons? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think think eventually you'll see them adjust. I think think eventually we see them take out Elevin as a factor in the game, just like they did with Wind. Just like how Wind used to be a factor in ranked seasons. They took that out. Mm -hmm. The same thing happens with Elevation. I see that. I see that. Yeah, they could they could even include elevation in say wall presets. So right. like hopefully it would be cool if down the road you get a wall preset, you can already have that preset at certain dimensions. Also, by the way, this is just a personal thing. There are way too many custom stadiums with three hundred foot walls down the line. <laughs> yeah. That is way too short. People call a Yankee Stadium a little league park. I mean, you're a Yankee fan, though. So let's 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 pot calling the kettle kettle black. It is a little league park. It is a little league park. I agree with the sentiment. I do. But like 300 feet down the lines is, it's everything leaves. Even with like not so high elevation, I think those need to be reduced a little bit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It really is. They need a few more of the wall presets that aren't just like the basic round walls. I need more of the ones where you have the the crazy. Line, I, think, like, I think we all agree we like where the game's headed, but this is not a good year. It's I I, I personally feel this is not a good game. I'm not, really, whole aspect I'm not ready to go that far. I'm enjoying. I, I don't think I can say it. that for I, myself. I, I, That's I, I've been on. Yeah, I, I know. It, I, I think the I, biggest. I, I, I think the biggest mistake they did was trying to just make it cross play and do way too much without thinking that the servers wouldn't absolutely just blow up. You know, they didn't I, have a choice. Yeah, That's... I don't think it was up to them, and it's something they had to do. Like, I, I here's what I think about it. I, I think, don't know. Um, I mean, the servers I think are the big issue. That's the the big thing that I think most of us agree. Like, the servers are the big thing holding the game back. Absolutely. But for, for me personally, it's like I think I think they're we all we've been pointing out a lot of flaws and things like that. But overall, I think I've still been having more fun with it than last year, even at this point. In I have been. I, I don't yeah. know if it's just me. I've had more fun. I don't know if it's just a mentality thing for me. I said it. I said it earlier this week. Like I've been trying just not to take it overly serious either. I've been trying to like take a step back and just try to have fun with it, and but, you know, <laughs> try to play the game, but like not try, you know, get over overly serious into the. The but like at the same and time, like, it's getting really freaking old. Like Paul's saying, and like I've experienced a lot too. When you're trying to freaking stream and the servers just don't work, and you just can't get into a game, like there is no, not yeah. a more frustrating thing on this earth, in my opinion. And yeah, that's happened. Like, like it happens. It has happened every single week that I've streamed. Every single week, there's yeah. at least one day where it happens. Yeah, and yeah. I that's why when I tell people, I'm like, I get the server sentiment because, like, I mean, I'm lucky in the sense that, especially for me, I've been streaming at a time where I don't have issues like that. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. had servers be down for me when I was streaming, like, at all in a while. But that's because I'm playing in the afternoon. And, and like, I haven't... And you ever play a game in the morning? In the uh, earliest I go live is 11 Eastern, so... I'm, I'm going to say this. Like, Chev has the point every day, 11 o'clock, 11.30 noon Eastern servers go to shit because everyone's on it 
bro, when you mm-hmm. play in the morning, it's completely different I experience in the evening. Another level. Yeah, I, I find that that line for me is like around four or five Eastern is like even at that point, it feels completely different from early afternoon where I'm usually been at it because mm-hmm. you, you feel the game doesn't play the same. Like I talk about timing windows being inconsistent. I feel things sometimes feel out, a lot out of whack after a certain point of day. And I don't know if it's just the servers. Maybe, you know, I just suck after 5 p.m. every day. I don't know, but yeah. It seems like that could be something like realistic that goes down because you know a lot of people are hopping on, starting to play. The servers may start to get more buggy, and that's when I about stop streams. So like, I'm not trying to play like six, seven, eight p.m. most nights because I'm working on stuff I, a lot of times. So, I I literally play ranked only between eight p.m. Eastern and like eleven p.m. Eastern, and every single ranked game that I play feels different than the last ranked game that I play. Mm-hmm. Like I'm having to readjust my timing every single game because the the servers are working differently every single game that I play, which is infuriating. Mhm. Like my my biggest thing is this, you have that what you have one game, you 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 felt like you were really killing it, you were you say you scored like 10 runs one game. And mm-hmm. then you could play next game in a somewhat similar scenario just one game later. And suddenly you're like, you're late on every single thing. You're not squaring up as many balls. The only balls you square up are either just early and go foul or you hit them in play and you're late on them. And it feels like a completely different experience sometimes. And I, the only thing I could put together is that it's got to be server or connection related. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like I a game by game uh, thing. I hate that. Like I literally, I sometimes check myself. I saw, I've deleted tweets of where I'm shitting on the game because Look, I know I make jokes about everything, but I don't want to shit on the game. I like playing it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, but you don't want to. I yeah. You guys, you guys enjoy it. I'm, I'm literally. I don't think I like this one, and it sucks because when I'm streaming, sometimes I deal with server issues. Then I get into the game, and I'm like, well, fuck. You know, now I'm not enjoying the game, and then I end up doing something completely different, which mm-hmm. is fine. But I, I don't know how you guys still want to play this game like for four or five hours well i want to do it part of the thing that helped me is i gave up on 20 because i didn't enjoy 20 i didn't enjoy the gameplay of 20 especially online i enjoyed it offline i enjoyed the things that were going on in dd i didn't enjoy playing that game online so by october or november i was done and i turned to madden i turned to ncaa football Oddly, like I, I just didn't play the game for the last five months leading up to launch of mm-hmm. 21. And I think that that's the only reason I'm not experiencing burnout. You are for me, Maybe, the ability right. has full carried me this game. Last year, I had, I think I had like a five year array last year in ranked seasons. I'm, I made World Series in the first season with like a 1.6 year array. Like the fact that there's something that like I'm halfway decent at and feel like I have control over that aspect of the game where last year it was just a coin flip has definitely made things. That's awesome. That, that was me last year. That was like when I started, like, like I was a solid player in 19. Like I was making world series, whatever, things like that. But in, in 20, I felt like I had gotten better. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. And then just like when you started doing better, it just drives you to play some more. And it feels like you're getting, re- like you're getting rewarded for putting the time in and improving. Instead of, you know, sometimes you play 
and like you feel like you're giving your all and the game still gives you nothing back and you still suck when you thought you were trying to actually put give your all to get better and i, I could definitely vouch like when you start having that success then it just drives you to keep playing even more yeah, I mean... The thing that I love Pinpoint too, I, I absolutely adore Pinpoint. Like, it's one of the things that I've enjoyed the most. But I'm getting starting to get very frustrated because um, I'm starting to have issues where I'm placing my pitches where I want them to, and people are able to get, like, down to out-of-the-zone sinkers and get them out of the stadium. And Yo, people if, if... have already got down check swings, too. You realize that? Yeah, yeah, check swings They've are starting to happen down. again. Yes, and I like Some if I'm going to pitch there, and I'm going to make a good pitch, I'm I'm literally throwing a, a cutter in on your hands above the zone and you're able to get your PCI there and get it out. I'm like, what do I do? I can't do anything. Yeah, there. I'm, I'm executing yeah, my yeah. pitches and I can't. Yep. And you want to know what kills me? This is like become is at this point it's becoming a running meme. But like I'll, say I'm playing BR. I have Jake Diekman on the mound. He's got that kind of quirky release and a slider and I'm facing a righty. Two strike count. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to throw him a slider inside. Like, a f two feet off the plate. Like, they they're going like this to even touch the ball. And foul ball. And I'll be like, okay, they're swinging at it. I got to get a miss. I'll throw it again. Foul ball. I'll throw that pitch five times in a row. Mm -hmm. And just they'll keep on fouling it off, fouling it off, fouling it off. It's like, yeah, it's a mile BR off the plate. BR is a plate. whole different... BR is, BR is a whole other class. I can vouch for that. BR is a whole other class of things. It's tough to even compare that. Last year I've was way... a lot. If we want to talk about gameplay, last year BR was better than this year's BR. We can we can say ranked is better because it is. Ranked this year is better. I have more fun in ranked. BR, there's so much bullshit, dude. And I and what what are we what doing? Like, what changes? What do you mean? Yeah, uh, like what what BS do you think you've interacted the most? Yeah, what is or at least what, what does that mean? Um, we're not even talking fluke hits anymore. I mean, it still involves that. It's just the amount of shit that leaves. On a non, I posted a video today mm -hmm. on my TikTok where I hit a home run, and I, it, my piece, I squared up balls the entire fucking game, mm -hmm. and in the end, ninth inning, two outs, bottom of the ninth, I crushed a ball, home run, not even on it. <laughs> yeah, I had These one guys here, balls the other day. here, dude, gone, and that tied it up, and then guess what? RNG was on my side. I fucking crushed the next one for a home run, won the game. That's yeah, not I've, my game. I shouldn't have won that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had that. I had the, the first time I had a really terrible piece of just the other day. I hit a home run, and, like, the top part of the outer PCI was touching the ball. And I pulled it down line and hit it for a homer. And I was like, what? My inner PCI didn't even touch it. Like, how did that even, in, like, play like that? I, I, was, I was shook at that. And, like... I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just been a me thing. I feel like I've, I, I swear, I could just be super lucky, which I could probably vouch for. I get weird luck with games, but like, I felt like BR, I've been having more fun with this year. Cause I've, I, I feel, I mean, it could just be that I'm doing better with it. But like, I feel like I have been hitting, say, a lot more good swing homers, and I haven't had much field, bad fielding luck. Like, I've had like maybe a couple weird plays. Fielding's been solid for me. Not, and not I don't know for why. I, I have no idea why. It's scan, like, scan, the, scan. Tomorrow morning, wake up at seven a.m. Come in my yeah. stream. I want I'm, you to see watch. the fucking bullshit that I go through yeah. in the morning, and I'm I'll, dealing with chat too. Again, not a great player, but I'm dealing with chat in my ear, <laughs> and they're just nonstop and broke. 
if you saw the mm -hmm. shit, like okay, again, I I've been taking. I I don't take it. I don't take a. Uh, I don't swing till two strikes now in BR. Okay, I'm doing that. I'm getting that. Oh wow. But wait till you see the fucking shit that happens to me in fucking BR in the morning, bro. Bro, I, I'm making it a plan. I want to see because like it, scan, it has to a... have with this much hype involved. It has bro. to be like all hell on earth. It's scan, there's be... a there's a switch they put on me, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> a switch. Ramon's like. <sighs> Cause like I don't None. know what it is. I mean, I've heard so much about people having like really bad fielding and stuff, and like the only know. thing that's real, the only thing that's been an issue for me has been, you know, the the thing that's always been an issue, like the typical weak dribblers to a pitcher, and I'm not showing maybe the most urgency on a plate at first. Uh -huh. That's the only thing I've run to often enough for me to say that kind of sucks. It's weird. Like I don't have weird fly ball animations in the outfield, but I've seen so much crap of people missing routine fly balls, like. Bouncing off the heel of the glove, maybe not even going for the image. I think I've had to go against you where so many people get behind the fly ball and then they field it on the bounce instead of catching it. Yeah, people saying, hey, nice route. I took a nice route and he missed it. That ain't mine. That ain't on me. <laughs> and like for me, I've, it doesn't happen, happen to too. me. And I don't know if it's something I'm doing. I don't know if it's just like the RNG gods on my side, Bro, but like. How about like when like you hit a ball and the guy just absolutely just like runs the other way and then like circles back and like catches it like <laughs> crazy at the last freaking second, dude. Mm -hmm. That's happened to me so many times. Yeah. I swear I've had to a God. couple of them where like they're, they're underneath the fly ball and they're standing there like this. Just not, don't glove <laughs> up or anything. And then like they don't react for most of the time and either like the ball will land their feet or it'll be like, and then catch the ball off my belly. I saw a video and, uh, the other day where fucking someone had a, a replay of Mike Trout getting hit in the face with a ball. <laughs> it was, Mike Trout stand there like this, glove in the air, hits him in the face, then he picks it up. What the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't know why that, that stuff hasn't happened to me as often. It's so weird. But yeah. I see it happen to other people all the time. Yeah. I'm telling you. Hey, man. They got a switch for me. They got a switch. I think they, 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 I they think dial it's up definitely. A knob for you. I think the hitting though is definitely a good sentiment of like, bro, like you didn't even like, like the PCI placement. The other thing that I mean, I don't know. Like I think it's definitely a thing, but like everyone's contact swinging, and I think that's probably where Nutsy Poo his issues come in. Is like you'll see the PCI is like massive dude and they're just reaching oh. everything and driving it out the park what scan just said and i'm gonna not see you got this but like dude what scan just said about throwing that outside slider five times in a row and they're making contact yes that's because yeah. they are only contact swinging and in mm -hmm. br if you are playing under hall of fame and you're uh -huh. not contact swinging you're you're doing yourself a disadvantage but your PCI that is, is that size is crazy the strike right zone now. at that rate. <laughs> really? You use you yeah. use you use contact? Me, I dude, I use it all the fucking time in the mornings. Are you kidding me? And BR, my <sighs> opponent is using contact. I gotta use contact. It's the most aggravating games, dude. Aggravating. Nutsy. What do you got though? Because like that's oh, I I agree, man. There's there's like if I could change just a handful of things about the gameplay, just off the top of my head, mm -hmm. and you have to remember, I'm an all star warrior like i'm not i'm not a top 50 player i'm not a world series player i'm an all-star warrior mm -hmm. uh turn down the frequency of auto shifts there's no reason that, like mike trout mookie bet should have auto shifts mm -hmm. um make it make people be punished more for swinging at pitches out of the zone 
Like if, mm-hmm. if I'm throwing a slider down out of the zone and you swing on it, and especially if you're early or late on it, you should not be touching that pitch and fouling off exactly like Sian saying, fouling off six. And this mm-hmm. was my freshman with these game play was I strike anyone out because they're going to foul off seven pitches. And then I'm going to get pure analog RNG and hang a curveball that goes 480 feet. Yeah. So like that, those, those two things are, are the biggest changes that I want to see. And then the third mm-hmm. is fix whatever's going on with contact swings. You shouldn't be getting 108 mile per hour exit velocities with a contact swing. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, you shouldn't. No, it shouldn't, yeah. be, it shouldn't so, be over 90. Oh, are and our contact swings oh, actually are, are contact swings ruining the game? Uh, yes, I, I would mean, say yes. They're frustrating. If, if people are sure. using them as much as, I th- as they, they probably are, I gonna lean towards yes. Dude, SDS yep. on a stream acknowledged the fact that this was the problem and they didn't patch it. <sighs> so when you tell all of those people, sometimes. when you tell all those people you're going to do something about it, you don't, and now everyone knows. Everyone contact swings, bro. Everyone. Mm-hmm. See, they they I, have to fix R2 yeah. griefing, too. R2, They have R2 to fix R2 griefing. That they they can't leave that the way it is. Like that needs my, to be. I think my most liked yesterday. historical tweet now is me saying take R2 out of the game. That's how many people don't want it. Like here's the thing, ready? They could show they either show that information without affecting the opponent pitcher's timing. I think most people can agree. Holding R2 should not make your opponent not, not allow the pitch interfere with their, their motion. Because it's it ruins the game when people I played if you guys watched me play my 11 and one game. I played someone at the shadow realm spamming R2 the entire game. Like mm-hmm. it was comical what he was doing. <laughs> like every at bat, he, he came up to the plate. It was just like, and just spamming it randomly. And I was like, I'm sitting there. I, I choose my pitch. I'm staring at the screen for 10 seconds, waiting for him to run out of time, spamming the RT. I'm like, okay, now let me throw the pitch. And just, you see him spamming it. It's just like, why is that a thing? They but need to what, not... you, what you said, though, Scan, is the same thing I said, like, a day, but like, the same time you did, right? Is If mm-hmm. you want to hold R2, hold it. Hold it for an entire yeah. three-pitch at bat, whatever you want to do. But that does not affect, it'll show you the pitches, but that does not affect the pitcher. Mm-hmm. How is that so hard? I don't, I don't develop yeah. games, but if I'm going to hold R2... And I want to see the pitch and your frequency. It shouldn't fuck with my pitching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know the, the the big counter argument too is, I mean, other than like you know showing the information, which I get, I get seeing sure. the pitches, and that's viable. I think most can agree it's good to see the information. However, the counter that a lot of people said is it's to stop people from quick pitching you. You could step out of the plate. You get down a D-pad and step out of the plate. Pause. Their problem, and, yo, those people literally are idiots. Those people are like, fucking you, morons. There are other avenues to stop that. So, like, you don't have to hold R2 to stop them from quick pitching. You just step out of the plate. First of all, who quick pitches that much? We've all gotten quick pitch, but not that much. Come on. That's your that's, that's the, our, that's the yeah. argument against R2, yeah. which yeah, can happen is... at any point, any inning, in any game. Come on. Uh-huh. And just in general, I was, I was saying this to people, too. I ran into one guy on TikTok. That he he was like you know he was straight up saying oh it's an aspect of the game, and, and he was saying something like like toxic for using every possible aspect of the game and I was like it's for the Yo, people skin. that spam it get out of your way and then he was that's like, just baseball 
That's it's just baseball, baseball dude. You know, and you want to know what his response was? And I was like, it's because like people are toxically spamming it to interfere with your motion. He said, to switch the meter and stop complaining. Oh yeah, let me stop. Let me let me switch to the the not as good input and not use the new feature they add to the game just because Johnny is spamming R two against me. It was hilarious. I was like, okay, well I'm good. Hey, Have TikTok day, wins again. TikTok wins again. <laughs> Dude, TikTok, man, that is that platform is Wait, where hope and dreams TikTok go to die. Dude, I'm, I'm, right there is a no, large I variation did. of people on there. That's all that needs to be said. Mainly 12 year olds. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair. Uh, you have a wide range of people and how they interact with, say, your content for most people. You got like, super cool people, and then you got the, the weirdest of the weird. <laughs> I think that's probably the best way to summarize that. I don't know man overall i'm i'm enjoying playing mlb the show 21 um i i've enjoyed grinding it i've enjoyed doing the showdowns i've enjoyed doing the team affinity I, when the servers have worked i've really really enjoyed myself mm-hmm. there's definitely things that i want to see changed there's changes that need to be made and we're starting to get to the point where those changes should start coming um but but overall i'm i'm enjoying the game i I'm in that same boat as you, I think. I am. I And me, a lot of the things that I like to point out are very nitpicky. And just in general things I hear from a lot of people. Because, like, I'm not in their position where I'm frustrated at it. But I understand their frustration. So, for me, it's like, it's an issue if a lot of people don't like something or aren't mm-hmm. a fan of something. So, you know, obviously, we got to hope that stuff gets fixed. Not just for my sake. Because, you know, me, you know, if if we were balancing MLB The Show just to make me happy, then, oh, God, people would probably, like pull their hair out and rip their eyebrows out of their off their head with how terrible the game would be for everyone else so like gotta think about what other people complain about what i hear around the community in my chats and things like that and you no, know, hopefully you know they they keep on working on the game in a manner where, where people get happy but like and, that being yeah, said like aren't. what has been changed about the game i mean we're like a month in like, what has been changed what updates i think have... that they did that intentionally no, we changed the uh all-star game location well i mean yeah. if it means anything we critiqued them a lot in the past for putting big yes. changes like doing gameplay it. changes for early mm-hmm. early on the game but also you know some of these things you feel like should ought to be kind of worked on right away like bad animation issues and mm-hmm. things like, like those things are the things that need to be worked on right away but no gameplay tuning which they they've done right they haven't tuned the gameplay and stuff too much yet which is something we talked about it. give it some time listen, before you listen, do that listen that's I'm gonna fair. Say everything one, else though eh. I, i'm gonna say one thing yo in this chat right now show me you have a coach doll without you know I mean, let's come on who's got the coach doll in chat all right yeah you see me skin yeah you see me ants yep uh-huh exactly yo good zoom in i like it <laughs> hey now <laughs> exactly now you see who is on sts side and who's not the two pirate i'm a narc, I'm a narc. Oh, wait, coach has whoa. a phone inside of him I'm, I'm making a phone call right now oh i'm sorry nazis i'd say you're okay you know what then nazi I'm maybe to next, coach call next coach year call. you know yeah. what i say fuck a coach whoa. Call. i'm not on this i'm not on this boat fuck it <laughs> no i get no i 100 get where paul is coming from 100 because i feel no, I get some of the same it. sentiments I, I don't think it's as extreme as paul but i definitely feel it like especially like i'm saying like when i have to deal with these terrible server issues again or yeah so the timing windows feel broken from game to game and like yeah 
and the R2 look, issues and everything. Yeah, I understand. Look, look, I, and I, I, I don't, I, I'm not saying this is a, as an actual money quote, but this is a, this is our bread and butter game for all of us here, right? Yeah. This is the one that we play. This is it. And I'm, and again, maybe it's just exhaustion. Maybe it's just the things that I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with this year, but I'm, I'm really not having as much fun when you, when you pile in server issues and then I got to play a game for an hour that like the server still fucking suck. And then I'm, I'm doing something different. I'm fine that I, I can do something different. I'm okay with that. I am. It's a lot of people though that aren't who don't like the game. And I feel like you're going to lose a lot of people. So like Nazi said about franchise and you might lose those people. Dude, you're losing a lot of people with the way the servers were this year. Yeah, imagine all those Game Pass people who just tried it for the first time and they couldn't play hey, two, three times. They tried it when the servers are remember when, when Remember when the game was free on Xbox? How do you feel now, Xbox players? <laughs> <laughs> servers suck. You didn't get 10 free packs either. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like, yeah, that for me, it's like, obviously, I, the experience has been one thing for me. But, you know, I like to judge things based on what I'm hearing from other people who are also playing the game and things like that. And, like, I could be having a fun time with it, but I'm not the majority. For me, I want the game to be the best for everyone in that sense. You know, at the end of the day, you know, what makes the game good is not just your enjoyment of it, but, like, knowing other people who are having a fun time as well. People aren't having fun with it. They need to fix things, clearly. So, like. And I and I agree with that. Again, I'm not shitting on that. No, I, I, yeah, I and your, your it, points are all valid too. Yeah, I agree with you. It's just, I mean, hey, go rub your coach, doll. Okay, uh, but I, you know, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, there we go. Okay, fuck, I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I, man, I, like I said, I think it's time for them to start changing things. It's some gameplay tuning definitely needs to start happening, and I think that next year is going to be a make or break year for MLB the show because this year was they had a lot of things to to fall back on uh whether it be covid whether it be going cross gener or cross platform cross generation the new consoles they had so much working against them they are really going to have to kill it next year like they're going to have to come every like full force they're going to have to really come yeah, they're gonna have to really come, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the direction where this is going. Okay. <laughs> hey now. Wait. Never mind. I don't want to finish that. <laughs> that is true. The Swanee makes a point in chat. That's something we've been saying for a while. Now, yeah, I right? feel like this year was like this has has to be the year. We kept saying that. Dude. I think we we have been saying that. Let me go back to my days of. Look, kind of entering the community MLB 18. MLB 19 was a big game because he had to write the shit from MLB 18. MLB 20 last year was a big game because there were consistent hitting issues with lineouts to so MLB 19, so 20 mm -hmm. is supposed to be the one to write that ship. Now, this is the big year because 20 last year had its hitting flaws and con weird inconsistent content that was good at a point, but also kind of bad at other points. And things that they had to put together for this game to really kill to say cross-platform stuff mm -hmm. and you know as much we keep are we gonna just keep on saying next year is the year this year is the year we'll have to, honestly i don't know at this point no i really do feel like this was the year because they they promised so much with xbox coming and all that so what if there's last-gen consoles we're not going to see major changes honestly <laughs> yeah. that's true yeah. too yeah. 
next year they could really take it to another level. I feel like if it's just next year, I think it opens up the door. Now if they there. I keep seeing ads on my Twitter for like some mobile baseball game. Yeah, I see that one and, too. Yeah, and I'm like, I wonder uh, how the servers are in this game. I wonder <laughs> if I would have more fun streaming this. Um, I also wonder what if another company actually puts out a baseball game. That's yeah, what man. I've been saying for a while. I mean, competition is competition. I think, I think it's one of those things that sounds good in theory, but. I think SDS also has so many years of building on the game mm-hmm. that another company it was something new and it would just mm-hmm. be so bare bones and basic. Like what? Kind of uh, like, kind of like yeah. 2K? Yeah, I was going to say compare NBA Live to 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look at NBA Live was nowhere yeah, near base. level of 2K. It wasn't. But bro, that base to work with. But bro, imagine though, I would love to see, I would love to see like right now or like next year. Let's see the separation of people if there was a new game that came out. Mm-hmm. Of who goes to that and who sticks with MLB, like mm-hmm. I think it would have it, to be something both- where it, if like EA was like, "Hey, we're gonna start making a baseball game, but it's not gonna come out for like they did with NCAA football." They're like, mm-hmm. "Hey, we're doing it, but it's not coming out for two to three years because we're gonna right. take our time and make it right." That would right. that, that would have, be interesting. Have yeah. any of you guys seen Super Mega Baseball? Like, yeah. have you guys seen that game? Yeah, heard of that game? That. Yeah, yeah. yeah e- EA just bought the development studio, so. Okay. I saw that. I mean, uh, that's Super a Super Mega Baseball is also like a, a cartoony toward, sort of yeah. game. Right. It, it is, but gameplay wise, it's really solid. Like, it, it has a lot of the similar mechanics that MLB The Show has. It has the zone hitting, it has that kind of stuff. Yo, again, like, Co- Coach Ramon both got me blocked on Twitter. I am ready to go. I am ready to go, Super Mega Baseball. <laughs> send, send, me a, send me a sponsorship. I'm ready to do it. But you know the funny. Th- you want to know the the interesting thing I've noticed? This isn't just like a me thing, I think. But like, even though like you know we point at we've already spent this entire talk pointing out flaws of the game and things we've had issues with. I said, well, there are people who hopped on MLB for the first time and realized you know the core of Diamond Dynasty and stuff was like actually like a fun experience. Like I don't know how much guys scroll on TikTok, but like. Bro, my I kids so that I coach like won't like... shut up about the game. Yeah, and yeah the like, sentiment I see from like other people are like first time players is all super positive. A lot of it's very good, and the only thing that a lot of them say is, "Oh, the servers is kind of an yeah. issue." But like, yo, chat, of... chat, hashtag ads. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that's how my TikTok's been too. Like I, I've had I all the Xbox players are like a lot of. A lot but of then, say, at the oh, same time, though, they don't know any different. And like we've kind of mm-hmm. said, like, it's I feel like this game's almost more catered to the new new players, honestly. It was 100% this year. Yeah. You could tell by when they did the streams and everything was accessibility, accessibility mm-hmm. features. Mm-hmm. How do we do accessibility? It was how can we get all of these new players quickly into the game and playing the game? And it, it there was a lot of focus on making the new players happy. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it might have came at the expense of, of the, the, the established community. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 100%. So, like, and I think, like they're... Paul said earlier, like, we all have a different perspective because we've played mm-hmm. this game for, of course, 24 yeah. months straight. You know, essentially, yeah. gameplay wise, outside of a couple of changes, essentially the same game for the last two years. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, what, yeah. perspective than somebody playing baseball for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. 
before. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to think about, like, are they going to change these things to make us happy? Or are they right. going to things going to keep the masses happy? Yeah. Who knows? We'll have to see how it goes. Ideally, everyone's happy, but, you know, maybe not. We'll have to see how that goes. I feel bad, too. And this is kind of a, an inherent hish- issue in the MLB The Show community. Um, I think that the content creator community the comp community and the casual community are kind of always at odds because what would make the game better for the comp scene wouldn't necessarily make the game better for casual players or content creators. And like, it's kind of this constant pull that everyone wants something different from the game. Mm -hmm. And where does SDS go? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm agreed with that. And like, you especially side things in, you, you just in general, when you're passionate about the game, you start seeing a lot of the comp community. You know what? A lot of comp things tie in direct opposition to Bro, other I, parts of the game. I'm just and so confused. At Remember when they kept talking about, like, there's going to be competitive where it's going to be focused on user input, and there's going to be in casual mode, and there's going to be... Tell me where that's been implemented anywhere. Offline play, that's it. Yeah, you saw simulation offline. Offline, that's it. Part of the issue is they implemented a system that they haven't made any gameplay tuning to yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So until (laughs) until we start seeing the data and see them start making changes to the actual gameplay, we don't actually know what the simulation is. Yo, wait till we get actual gameplay tuning in this game, though. Mm -hmm. Fucking, it's gonna, this shit's gonna burn, dude. Twitter, you imagine this shit's going down. I'm telling you, it's, it's done. It's done. Yeah, and like the thing that I had said a lot about the uh, the different gameplay thing, the gameplay mode, whatever they are, um, is that it seemed like like when they said the online play, it felt like you're like, oh, we're gonna focus this on you know online user input based play, but yeah, a lot of the gameplay aspects are the exact same. So it's like I get that for offline play, but like. That was very much talked about at the start. It's mm-hmm. an odd thing so, to mention so much, especially yeah, exactly. the game, the Diamond Dynasty. So, Scan, so Scan, do you think, do you guys think next year we actually, so we got to change the pitching this year, which is great. We, we're all in the greens. We like it. Do you think next year we finally change this dog shit hitting engine? I mean, there has, yes, and I, there I has to be so. a change. I hope so. I have been saying it for like since like middle of MLB twenty at least. But like, like here's the thing: we can't that... be waiting around for it for so damn long, you know. There, I, I feel well, like I, yeah, I it's know. a it's a whole new. I get why they didn't would... do it this year. I mean, there was a got, lot. If I've been saying with hitting, they have to rework PCI. Like the PCI mm-hmm. hitting the the issues with it are with like what the PCI is and what it represents. It doesn't represent the barrel of the bat. It's a yeah. at the end of the day. It is a circle where if you hit towards the center, you have the higher probability of harder, like better output. There's no guarantees. There's a bunch of randomness involved, even though there's user controlled. There is still randomness all with your PCI placements, all with the exit velos and things like that. And if they really want to fix hitting and do something to make, you know, a more rewarding experience, you got to start from square one. You want to take, you want to take, you want to fix hitting? Take RNG out of the entire fucking game. Mm-hmm. How can you do that though in a baseball game? Truthfully, what do you mean you don't have a comeback logic, Nazi? No, I mean tr- truthfully though, you're talking about a circle ball that has to physically make contact Dude. with a cylinder. Cool, like, cool, cool, cool. That's fine. That's fine. 
So take out the whole fact. We've all been there. You hit, you square up balls for seven fucking innings. Nothing happens. Set, sixth, seventh inning, you start fucking smacking. Or your opponent does out of nowhere. What is that? Mm -hmm. Take it out. Yeah, it Dude, feels... there is actually RNG in this game. There is actual RNG in this game. There's actual and logic. I I have that felt as well. Things can, like it's like like we said, the game by game thing. Like how you could have one game where just mm -hmm. nothing goes your way. Next game, you know, everything is working out good. It's like there are multiple, so many elements combating each other. You mm -hmm. got the... your PCI and your hitting. You have pitchers energy and confidence, which affects it yeah. all. You have the uh, the stadium you're playing at, which affects how the ball flies. You have the fielders in the field that affect if they're making plays or not. So like, there's so many things all coming at each other. So like the, everything is com like combating each other in a sense. The so, only like, way so you many factors take, involved. The only way you could take RNG out of the game is if you completely got rid of attributes, right? Because that's what's working in the Pretty system much. behind the scenes to yeah. determine. Oh, I do not agree with that whatsoever. No, I don't agree with that. Why? Like that. How so? Yeah. Attributes are one thing. Having a comeback logic it built into the okay. fucking game. You, I um, mean, we re no, you really think no, there's a comeback no, logic? No, 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 day, day, day. You think I'm fucking trolling? There's not a comeback logic in this game, dude. I don't know. It's such a deep you've theory, played, bro. You've never, you've never played a fucking game, dude, where you your opponent cannot hit shit. And then all of a sudden, he unloads on you in the seventh inning. You've never had that fucking happen? Uh, no, I'm not saying that I've never had that happen. I've never, I would not say that. I'm just saying, I'm like. I'm not trying to be Alex Jones right now, where frogs are falling out of the sky and they're wearing <laughs> rainbow fucking clothes. I'm not doing that. I'm literally saying there is that logic. That, so nutsy. When I say RNG, that's what I'm saying, bro. Oh. I comeback logic built into this fucking shit. I mean, I don't think so. But you know what? I I will say, I will say one thing. Ready? <laughs> I mean, I I think there are many points. I think a lot of us can agree with. Sometimes the game feels scripted. It does. It, it feels like there will be a a string of plays that either works for you and against you. And if you, whether you're, it's benefiting you. Yes. You almost know yes. you're gonna come back and win the and, game. Uh, and again, and on the other again, side, it, you know, like it's gonna hurt you. Like it's worth you know for you, me. It's worth for you, me. I agree with you. Yes. And you know when, especially like example, when you're playing BR, what is it? you have say the third inning goes down, you're you're winning the game by a few. Then that is when there is an error by your first base and where he bobbles the ball, like the good old Olay lets the ball through the infield. That it should be your last out of the inning per se. Then you let another batter come up, tying home run. It happens far too often. You can, where you can sometimes call it. they you feel like know. it's scripted. We all know. We've all felt that scenario where you can call something happening. The second one thing happens, one thing happens, it could be like it just feels like it's gonna happen that way. And it feels like it's out of your control at a certain point. So last year it was really a, does. it was the two out error. It was guaranteed home run it's, afterwards. It's a, it's a, it's a few error. things that go down. You know, when you're pitching, you know, sometimes it could be like you throw that pitch a mile out of zone, and for some reason this time they keep fouling off those pitches, and you're like, how are they fouling these off? It's a little excessive. Then they get that one hanger, hit a home run. It's like, yeah. But here's the thing. It feels a lot like Here's that. the thing. I'll you're this, you're telling this. me that um, you play you're telling me that you play Kreiner a hundred times, and comeback logic is gonna help you. How many times? Like, well, there are the, people in the game whole... that will always be better than you, that will always beat you, in my opinion.
No, there is a sense that I agree with that. I think, of course, I that's think, the thing, yes. That, that's like with, that's like with a lot that's of That's why that some... I don't think comeback logic is the thing, because if you are the better player, you will win the game. I'll say this. At, uh, right now, I'm team anti-comeback logic, because I just had a 7-0 a to zero comeback about an hour ago. <laughs> so I'd like, I'd like to believe that that was all skill. Thank you. Listen, oh, I mean, and, and you know it. I was getting I no mean, hit. I, I was like, seven to zero getting no hit. All of a sudden, I just started stringing it together. Listen, I, don't know listen, what I will say this. Ready? I came in there. Oh, oh. That's why. I made a ton of TikToks last year of me coming back in crazy games, and it's good content. It but works like, on you both think about sides. When it works for both ends. Yeah. Yes. It's two it definitely does. It, feel, it, all... almost, it feels that way very much. I don't know how actually true it is, but it feels so scripted a lot. Dude, it really there does. was something that came out. I swear to God, a couple years ago. I will. I when I find this, I'm gonna blow it up. Dude, they literally said there is this mode built into the game. There was a tweet or a comment. Uh, Mad uh, EA has referenced it for Madden and FIFA. I don't. I've never seen it from SDS, but so I trust so, them okay, a little so bit more again, than EA. From a basic standpoint, let's just say we all spent a thousand dollars every year on our team, right? And we're competitive players, and we go into a game, and there's an RNG mode built into it, which Madden has admitted themselves. Wouldn't doesn't that piss you off? It yeah. does, but I'm uh, not yeah. proceeding under the assumption it's in the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't do, think it's in this it's... game. I'm telling you, I'll go to court right now. I will be the prosecutor for this right now. And that's I'll easy. take that defense, my guy. I, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm like, court. your size. I do. Like I, I mean, you're kind of convincing me a little bit, but still, at the end of the day. You, I don't know, man. Like you can't tell no, me I that every single game you play. Bro, every game there is RNG involved. Every game, I no matter that, how it I, works out. I never out. said that wasn't a thing. I know, I know, but I'm saying it's worked for me. Like Scan said, I've had that hit in BR where it it, it was a late swing down the third base line. The third baseman should have got it, but instead he didn't. And then guess what comes next? I walk it off with a home run. I've yeah, had that my, too. It's that's why like when I, I made a I made a, a BR video the other day and I was telling people tips with hitting in game and I was like, listen, you gotta out hit the BS. There's gonna be random crap and weird things that go on. Mm -hmm. And the best thing you could do, like that's why the best players are the best at ranked seasons, because they know how to keep the foot on the gas, keep going and try to out hit and outplay the BS, because they do have that ability to outplay a lot. Of, and yes, they will even have scenarios here where it hurts them too. When they're playing people close to their level, they will have BS that sometimes hurt them. And, you know, they could have been playing better all game. And just a couple of things go down and I watched the Clipper. On. I watched the Clipper Kreiner played someone the other day on Legend and Kreiner hit a fucking piece of shit home run to win it. And everyone's mm -hmm. making fun of Kreiner in the end. Hey, guess what? That was RNG. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of those factors that, that all connect each other. And I find like the only way to even maybe combat that kind of thing is just mm -hmm. be good enough at the game where you just you keep going when you do have things working out for you you keep going and obviously you know i know it'll hurt you sometimes you kind of just got to work around it i guess you could say like it's a thing that sometimes you just have to work around if you get what i mean you you'll either out have to out hit it in br or you know you may have to take those ranked losses where it works against you but then you gotta just win more games to make up for it
stuff like that. It does feel. I I agree with some of what Paul's saying. I could I could agree with that. A lot of things do feel scripted. It feels very much that way in many scenarios. We all feel the game is scripted. We all do. You can't tell me you don't think that at points. Ants, you can't tell me you think this shit ain't scripted. There's definitely been some some sus moments at times where it's like, man, of course. I mean, there's been times where I've, you know, you'll call, I've called giving up a home run before. Nutsy Nutsy plays offline, so, you know, you you can't really script that. Um, hold on whoa, whoa, whoa what i will say is realistically you the rng that comes into mlb the show is you have attributes from a pitcher attributes from a hitter that are being thrown into a jumbler and ones and twos are, or one, zeros and ones are coming out and determining whether something's a hit or a home run or a strikeout and at the end of the day there's going to be times where those ones and zeros are coming out and they're impacting in someone's favor or the other person's favor it's just how computer generated things work and especially when you're talking a game that's based on attributes that kind of stuff's going to happen just because i mean essentially what you're doing in is throwing in a, run, a random net number generator which is of course rng you're you're getting a random output every single time which is and of RNG. course your your output your your user input is going to have some impact on the output, but the attributes, the confidence, energy, all of that kind of stuff is impacting the output as well. RNG. It's a comedy. Honestly, I first think it's a combination of like all things we are all saying. I don't think I, like I don't think anyone here is denying that RNG does not exist in the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're 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 denying comeback logic. I think I th- I'm I denying think that comeback logic Get works in every you know single game. I'm making game. a video tomorrow. I'll make it right now. <laughs> I mean, I you you do a good job of convincing though, because you know, I don't know, man. I, Look, like again, tonight, I'm, I'm probably dog gonna shit you know at the game. I'm dog I, shit at this game. I came back from that game today when I played ranked. I wasn't paying attention for nine innings. Nine. And I and I hit a non PCI home run, and my next at bat I brought in Jackie Robinson, and he crushed his very first home run, to yeah. left field, gone but, win. I, I don't think that that's comeback logic. I think the RNG swung in your favor. Like those two things are not. Yeah, I, you know what I feel. Here's I think Nutsy think made a good point in that because a lot of times one of my most hated things in the game is pitcher's confidence and how a co- pitcher's confidence on the mound can affect the hitter's PCI. I mean, it's look, it was Josh Hader. He's dog shit, so, you know. No, fair point. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I notice that, like, the reason why a, fl- a switch can feel like it flicks and you can start feeling that comeback logic say in your favor is because one fluky hit happens that could happen in any scenario, mm-hmm. and that bump and say confidence could be enough to suddenly have things start go your way. Mm-hmm. Or the opposite, you give up that one fluky hit, and now your pitcher has no confidence, and it just derails everything from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you so you give up three shit non-contact PCI early home runs in the first four innings. You don't score anything off of any of your good contacts, right? And then you finally, in the bottom of the ninth, you walk it off like a fucking G. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't I mean that that kind of shit is weird to me. It That's is. weird. It I should weird. not I should not be down for 9 innings if I had really good 
perfect perfects even shots out i should not be down i shouldn't be no, you're right I agree in in many scenarios in br in <laughs> higher levels of ranked in tournament games there are games where it feels like you get nothing to go your way mm-hmm. suddenly a switch gets flicked and now everything goes your way yep. yeah. it feels like there is that aspect of the game and i don't know what's causing it but something is Deho, comeback logic. I can't wait to Photoshop <laughs> your face on that Charlie from uh, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's like, <laughs> like yeah. the conspiracy theory. Perfect meme. <laughs> comeback logic. Yes. <laughs> no, I just think I think that there's inherent RNG in the game. Uh, I don't think it's scripted to have someone come back. I just think that there's going to be times, and it happens in a real baseball game too, right? Like the Yankees could not hit shit for six and i know i know i'm memeing oh my god it happens in baseball You're memeing. But, like that's it's the truth well, like it's you know, not baseball, baseball. It's like video game baseball. no I, I i i get what you're saying yeah i, I think i i think a lot all of you guys have said valuable points that i think i agree with in some sense i think it's a combination of things all right at the end of the day i don't know what the hell is going on I think anyone knows what the hell is going on. We all believe no. different things. No, we don't. We don't. Can we move on Eddie to a different know. topic? Um, I think that's all we need to talk about that. I have my <laughs> favorite porn I think star. We have killed the no, no, I have favorite one. I have porn one. Star. Uh, Go. Tony Larusa. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> your favorite porn star, Tony Larusa. Oh, weird taste. <laughs> weird. I meant yeah, that would be a weird. Let's taste. talk about yeah, Tony sure. Larusa. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I don't know. All right, anyway. All right, yeah, let's go. Let's move on. Yeah, let's talk about Tony. Yo, wait. Can we talk about... uh, Dave, (laughs) can we talk about the 3-0 shot from Yerman? Yeah, we can talk about it. We can talk about about a 3-0 shot from Yerman. I'm all for it. I fucking love it. Pimp the fucking shit. You got to work your numbers. You're working for a new contract. And that's the thing, too, that I don't understand Mm -hmm. about it. Like, people would be upset about Yerman. Like, this dude, like, you know how much numbers mean in a freaking contract? Like, how many home runs? Like, you say it all the time in in the NFL. How many sacks does this guy have? How many touchdowns does this guy have? How many home runs does this guy have? That one home run could be the difference between a few million dollars. Like, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and he's you, arbitration too, so it is. Yeah, yeah. And then if and then think, it's it's the exact really same thing that, that happened to Tatis too. That's yeah, exactly. on them. Yeah. It's on they them really for could. keeping him out yeah. there. Also, also that right. You, so your team gave up, right? Mm-hmm. But the game's not over. But your team gave up, so you put Ostadio out there. My team is supposed to just like. Give up, dude. Well, you know, uh, at this point, it's throwing the towel, you know. Good so, game, okay, boys. Yeah, yeah. Here's now. the thing. It's like, what was he supposed to do? Take ball four. Yeah. And then then what? Just the next batter just supposed to look at three strikes? Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah now we like, got now we have to abide by the rules, the unwritten rules of the MLB for the rest the of game. the game. I don't Fuck get it. That, dude. And like and you, you see all the Tim Anderson. And all those guys talking about it, like on Instagram and stuff today, he lost control of that clubhouse if there, if he even had any. Because now the players are all on Yerman's side. They're like, "Don't worry, bro. You keep doing your thing." You have Tim Anderson, who had the nastiest bat flip last year. Obviously, he's gonna have his back on this. You know, 
have a thing though I said about this. Why why wouldn't you instead of putting Osdio in? Why wouldn't you just put in like maybe a relief pitcher who was struggling? You know, get him a few pitches. Put someone else in. Like you can you can quit the game. You can forfeit. Wave the white flag. But there are people in your bullpen who maybe could use it like a, a half an inning. You know, mm-hmm. to get out there and throw. Swanee put in a, oh, a yeah, really relevant that, quote, bro. which happened today. So he got thrown at tonight. He got, I guess, Yerman got thrown at, okay. and Tony Larusa said, "I don't have a problem with how the Twins handled it in regards to Duffy throwing at Yerman Rasee." So he just yeah, said dude, he like... has no problem with the opposing team throwing at his own team's hitter. Yo, Larusa's dog shit anyway. Let's fuck off with Larusa. Right. They, 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 I think that statement right dude, there. There's no like, okay, way that he's no. actually running that team. There is actually no, no way. way that anyone's listening to him. He no. was a placeholder. They were doing well in spite of him. Not because yeah, of facts. Him. Oh, the full quote. Hey, so, um, that's did we, I'm he, suspicious someone throws at someone's head. I didn't have a problem with how the twins handled it. I mean, that's... Throw you threw at some the body context. and you okay with it? <laughs> did, yeah. did we all see the Machado slide? Went high, you know. Yeah, I'm okay the with Machado the Machado slide. slide. I didn't really even give two shits about, to be honest. Yeah. Bro, I I literally hear how I explained it on Twitter, and some fucking idiot maybe literally shut down my phone last night. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? You ever walk down the hallway of a school or a building, and you come, you you're walking, and someone turns the corner, and they're right in your way, and you do this like juke where, you, and you're stuck in this like, I don't know which way yeah. to go. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Machado is running to second base. He sees this dude in the middle of the base path mm-hmm. and tries to do this thing where he's like, whatever. So he goes down, right? And takes him out. How is that dirty? Yeah, no. Imagine clue. walking down the hall with that dude that you're juking with. And instead, instead of just like stopping, being like, you going this way, I'm going this way. You just slide under him and take him out. Yeah, all right? I think that was more so him either trying to avoid the tag or just get down and get try down to avoid him or something more yeah. so than take him out. Yeah, a lot of times you see with the the takeout slides, it's cleat first. Yeah. Dude, trying to there get was the, a, the spikes out there. It would have been very obvious if he was trying to take him out. It would have been threw, very obvious. Like, yeah, the alternative was, was him. Hitting him like Ray Lewis coming across the middle. Yeah, like checking him. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's the only other way that goes. Well, there was a play from fucking Wilson Contreras against the Pirates not too long ago, like a month ago, yeah. where Wilson literally got hit by a pitch and he walked to first base with the bat in his hand, like he was going to fucking hit someone. And he threw it away right before he touched base. Next fucking play, he goes to second base and he doesn't even touch the fucking bag. He slides and he tries to take out Adam Frazier. And people were like, oh, that's not dirty. That's dirtier than Machado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, and, and what are people thinking? Dude, Machado it's- was in the, it, that was near a base. This is in the middle of the fucking base path. He wasn't even, he wasn't even close to second base. It's a reputation thing with Machado, right? It's it like is. you don't give Indomitian Sue the benefit and of the doubt. That makes sense. He somebody, somebody showed a clip of like Trey Turner doing the exact same thing from like uh-huh. a year ago or something like that. Yeah, and I think one thing is if you see the slow mo clip that went around, it was really just the context of him 
Like the angle too looked like he was going right at him. But you look at the context of the full play, you see, um, you see the second baseman running literally right in his path because the ball led him there. So like you know, it's either keep try you run straight, you straight to body the guy, you you flop down to the ground kind of like he did to try to avoid hard contact. Like what what or you just stand there? So like, I'm not gonna do that. Those are your options, right? That's what you have at that point. Yeah, those are your options. Mostly, yeah. Or what do you do? Run right into him? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do there? Like, he was put in a bad scenario. Like, like, here's what is ready. He's running running hard into second in case it's a close play. And as he starts to run, he realizes Edmund is being led right into his path by the ground ball. Wasn't intended that it was just, they just happened to cross paths. And if you really wanted to say, make a dirty play out of it, he probably would have bodied the hell out of the guy yeah, he if he really even, wanted to. But yeah. even it looked like a natural get out of the way move. And it you look did. at the full speed play, you could really see that the ball, like Edmund, was led into the play. It wasn't just like the slide. You look at it in slow mo, it looks like it was completely avoidable, my child, but you're looking at it in slow mo. The full context of the play really, uh, I think, showed like what he had actually was trying to do. It even got up, so he patted him. He's like, you good? And then just walked away and mm-hmm. like everyone i think even edmund knew it wasn't really dirty like all those guys in the field i think at that point knew it wasn't really he dirty he got up and grabbed him like yeah he he slid the play was still going on he got up and touched him like you good and then walked away mm-hmm. and people call us dirty dude i've seen people go cleats up and not even apologize like what, what are we doing like that's like it's not the dirtiest mm-hmm. thing we've seen, but people are on this shit right now. Mm-hmm. Crazy to me. It's crazy. Well, that's a someone in chat just posted that we need more villains in the MLB the show community. What? And that is I was just about to say we have one in the chat right now. Uh, well, and then Swan says any any villains get canceled by the community, but I think that there's a, a difference between being a villain and you know, we everyone knows that there's a handful of people that just can't get away with things. I think uh, Paul's very good at walking a line in the community for sure. I think, I think Paul gets out in front of everything is, is the thing uh, is what, and I, honestly, Paul's not a villain, dude. Like he calls it how it is, bro. Like 99% of the time, bro. Look, like people each of are us so have our opinion on soft this in this world, in opinion. my opinion, dude, mm-hmm. each of us have the opinion. We all say it all the time. I hate that. I bitch too much about the game. I want to love the game. I don't love the game right now. And like, that's what I'm going to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, but other than that, like, I mean, but then people dude, take someone... that people take that and they're like, Oh dude, he's just, he's, he's such a hater. He hates on the yeah, game. Blah, it's blah, blah. it's yeah. not that I want this uh-huh. game to be fucking absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm still dog shit at it, I want it to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And like, here's what, yeah, I guess you could take a different definition. Like, what do you, what are you calling a villain? Is a villain someone that everyone hates? Or is a villain someone who's doing something different from the rest of the people to, you know, I don't know. They're not cause chaos, but, you know, like, I don't know. Like, in, in a sense, we'll, we'll say Paul's a villain because the way that, you know, you you not go at people. You know, you you say how it is, like, people, stupid trolls in comments. Just don't care crap, anymore. You call it all out, dude. <sighs> and in that sense, you're a villain because you're the guy who's pointing it all out. And, like, not that many people do it to the level like you do. So in a sense, like in a villain sense, you could view it like that. 
I'm fine or with also, that. You know, a villain is also someone who's just like a villain is just an absolute a-hole that everyone hates. Right, and there are those, those people, people too. as well. Of course. <laughs> there are plenty I, of those I, too. We can say I, that for sure. Dude, I literally, someone called me the other day and it's been a meme now. Howard Stern Twitch. Dude, yeah, I mean, I, I will just say it. And people, mm -hmm. someone literally DM'd me the other day and they were like, yo, bro, what about this? Like, they sent me a tweet and I was like, man, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. And they're like, well, you should retweet it because no one else has the balls to do it. And it's not the balls. I just don't care. Like, what what is actually that affecting in my life? Mm -hmm. If I like, if I tweet out some controversial shit, I don't give a shit. No, I don't. I don't fucking care. I'll do it. Yeah, like that uh, the video today where Yerman went. Yo, <laughs> that is yo, Daggis got me blocked anyway. Yo, fuck JJ Daggis. How about that? That right. video is that was very well. That was very very well made. Thank very you. well made video. Now you know what you know what sucks. Is my TikTok prior to that took an hour and a half to make? That one took like literally three minutes, <laughs> and I'm upset. Scan, I'm upset. Oh yeah, the, the trust me, I feel we all feel the pain of TikTok and how TikTok can treat you, dude. I, TikTok, TikTok's the weirdest thing. I make videos that I think are gonna be like bangers, and they get like nothing. You make one literally, that you think is like a throwaway, and that's the one that blows up. They literally TikTok said this friends. to me the other night. Like, this is, like, how a lot of people feel. Like, the TikTok algorithm is very confusing. Mm -hmm. I bet Swan, Swan can relate to like, it, every too. video has a million views. Yeah, like, no, Swan can't relate anymore. Yeah, let's not he talk about Swan anymore. Swan, he doesn't okay? have the right to talk anymore. Now, you know, he's vibing. Like, you know, his pop-off <laughs> video is, like, our dream video. Like, yeah. Let's not talk about Swan, okay? This, this but like Swanee <laughs> dealt with it back in the day too, so yep. you know he he know he knows the ins and outs. Of well, it, dude, so. I, I I'm gonna say this, and I thought about this earlier. Is Swan is probably now I'm not saying there were, there weren't other people on on TikTok doing MLB shit, but Swan got on that wave. No, he was the first. Early. No, he was he the was, first yeah. one. He was very he was very legitimately early. the and, first one to post MLB the show content on And him. and I will say this, um every time I'm in Swan's stream and someone, you know, trolls him, I'm joining them because all those people trolling him are from TikTok and I'm from TikTok <laughs> too, Swan. I'm from TikTok too and we're going to troll your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so TikTok is a, a weird, really, really weird platform. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but the growth potential on TikTok is unreal. It's it, crazy. Can I, can I ask a serious question, though? Yeah. Monetarily wise, do you guys think your TikTok growth helps you on Twitch? Because yes. I, I yeah. okay, but again, again. Do you think that these people, uh, TikTok, okay, listen, my average age viewership is probably like 14 and a half, right? Okay, so then we, then we work into like TikTok. I, now, now it drops to like 11, okay? <laughs> those are the age of people watching me, all right? Do those people got money for subs? And I'm, I'm not being a dick about subs, but like- They got mom's credit one, card. Do you think your subs go Twitch up Prime. because of- Okay, Paul, but I will but give it you. Help, it can also help everything else go as well, yeah, right? Dude. Yeah, your views are up. They watch the YouTube videos. Hundred percent. They're watching 100%. Twitch, and you're higher in the directory. Well, it kind of starts the wheel. It all right? stacks on I'll, each other. Agree. I'll give you a hundred percent what happened to me, and this is the only reason that I'm here, and I have the numbers I have. I had fifteen thousand followers on TikTok, mostly for my Madden content. 
in the month prior to the launch of MLB The Show. In the two weeks leading up to MLB The Show, I went from 15K on TikTok to 30K on TikTok. And my viewers, my average concurrent viewers on Twitch went from 20 to 100 overnight. Well, we've, and all my subs, we've all seen it. We've all seen it, Nancy. My yeah, subs have it. followed that, too. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think TikTok is a good platform to monetize in its own unless you can get like brand deals or that kind of stuff of but the money has followed the growth from tiktok <laughs> okay <laughs> and, and again like we were saying it does all stack on itself because yeah. like even if yes, it's there, a I mean, little like, bit dude like there are there are good it's it's there more... aren't a lot of young people on tiktok but i've actually ran into a good amount of people who are like you know like maybe even like older teenagers or like people i mean people around my age i mean i'm a younger person but like People like in my like people who do have money to spend to subscribe to someone. So like you do run to like it's not it's not like you're only running into booger eating twelve year old kids coming out of middle school. Like mm-hmm. it's a large it's a good a por- portion of them, but not Stan, everyone on I'm, TikTok is like I'm that. trying to market towards like, you know, the thirty five plus divorce crowd who got like, you know, finished their alimony payments and now they're giving me the rest of their money because they don't know what to do with it. No, okay? I that's mean that's fair. YouTube. That's fair. Yeah. And uh, there's that audience, but yeah, TikTok. I mean, TikTok does have that audience too, but like, yeah, that's not gonna be a lot of the first people you run into. On yeah. there. But I mean, what Ant said is 100% right, right? It's a it builds on itself, right? You get the viewership, then that pushes you up the Twitch directory, which brings more people in into your stream when they're looking mm-hmm. at the Twitch streams. Like, it, it's all just a kind of self fulfilling prophecy at a certain point. <laughs> Swanee coming fucking, in with the roast out of pocket. <laughs> I literally hate. I hate Swan. <laughs> I hate him. Uh, I mean, everyone does it their own way, though, you know. <clears throat> and like, uh, dude, I've seen people. Like, I've I've told, I've talked to, and I'm not gonna call out anyone, and I'm not gonna reference anyone. But like, there are some people that chose not to do TikTok, that chose not to do YouTube, to not diversify. That are literally at the exact same place they were last year. And they're getting disgruntled because they see everyone else's success. And they think, why not me? Why why are all these guys, you know, gaining views, subs, hitting all-time numbers? And I'm not. I've streamed just as long as they have. I'm just as good. But they're not putting in the, the work in other areas. And so I, I've... I've talked about this a lot and I, I, I want to say like one thing that's really cool about the panel we have right now is mm-hmm. each of us do something completely different than the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's one thing we all agree you have to do. Like, yeah, it's so hard to separate ants. I talked about you the other day with Brad right? and we're talking about your, your blow up. I mean, Brad remembers a time when you rated him with nine viewers. Yep. Yep. Right. Like my first week playing 20. I remember yep. that. Yeah. Yep. And, and, we were talking about YouTube stuff and we're like, you know, ants pops the fuck off on YouTube stuff. And, and, uh, we were just like, it's God. It's like, it's, uh, we each have our own thing. Like ants, you could easily do all of the card reviews. All of us could, I, you know, whatever, like, like everyone does like pack pools and stuff, but you have your ants, you you know, you're the market guy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the niche you've claimed for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, nutsy. You're a franchise guy. You're an offline guy, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much where you're going with, for the most part, correct? 
Yeah. Right? Scan. Scan. You put out good tutorial videos and, and you know you're a you're a good player. You put out that you put but you're not like doing the same shit that the the people ahead of you are doing. Mm -hmm. Right. And like that's the thing. It's like everyone's got their own thing, and that's what you have to do. And I, I got this. I yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're cute as yeah. fuck. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're cute. Yeah. No, I <laughs> I, I always say, tell people, Ollie, go nuts, you go. Oh, I was going to say, I I think that Paul's 100% right on mm -hmm. that, right? You have, the, yeah. you have the Kyles, you have the Shelfies, you have the Cougs, you have the Demus, and they have cornered their market. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get in there and take any of their market share, you have to find something different to do. Mm -hmm. Like there's, and I love all those guys. I love their content. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to grow on this platform, if you're going to grow on Twitch, you have to find some way to do it. Mm -hmm. I always tell people, I've talked to a few people about it, so hell, I was talking to even Day about this, like, numerous times. Uh, one thing I have learned over the last few years is, like, a lot of times you can't, you, like, you can't be a better someone than someone else is. A lot of people will see the main videos that you got your Coogs, your Kevins, and guys putting out, which are great videos. But you can't build yourself upon doing exactly what they're doing, because why would they watch you? over that person yes in general a few things is like reflecting on yourself and searching for that thing that you know you excel at that you know you're good at because everyone has that everyone has their niche that they have to find whatever it it is and it may take years of trying different things however long it takes you and but the key is like you have to you have to go out there you have to try something even if it's risky see how it goes but you have to try something See if it works for you. Realize whether it's going well or not for you and be willing to reflect on yourself and be, should I change this? Should I do something different? Should I keep going? And it's all just like reflecting, like self-reflection. I talk about all the time. Like reflect on all the stuff that you're doing. Don't just keep on doing the same thing over and over again, especially if it's not working because you're just missing out on opportunities that other people are going to take. And you just got to reflect on yourself. You got to try different things, find different things that work for you, whatever the hell that is. It may take you a week to find it. it. May take you months and years to find it. And everyone has a different path for them eventually. But you got to find that by trying different things and seeing what works for you. Can I, can I ask you? Can I ask you guys a question real quick? And uh, it's just a serious, like a, like a content creator sort of question, I suppose. But um, people have said to me, "You are going to reach your cap eventually at at MLB, right?" So let's just talk like. Coogs, right now, Coogs, I say Coogs and Kyle, number one streamers, the most views, right? That's them. Then Dimu, we can rank them however we want, but mm -hmm. um, 3,000 views on Twitch, correct, right? All right, let's just say that's their average. That's, grand scheme, that's not that much. Mm -hmm. We got dudes playing GTA, pulling, I mean, GTA is a game that's, what, now eight years old, pulling the most views on Twitch over, like, just chatting, Right. Do you guys feel, as content creators playing this game, which you love, do you feel that there is going to be a cap where if you're going to continue this and want to actually grow more, you have to get outside of this game? Oh, 100%. Yeah, that is yeah, 100%. There is limitations with only streaming this. Obviously, you know, if you want to, <laughs> like MLB, as much as we love it and as big we may think it gets as a sports game, you know, there's always room to grow. And the thing is, the thing that I've also, I feel about is that everyone has their own separate goals for things, you know, like 
We were just saying how, say, 3,000 viewers in the grand scheme isn't a lot, which is true. There are a lot of people getting tens of thousands of views. Hell, I saw Pokemane get 120K viewers on a hot tub stream last Yo, the week. Aiden, Aiden, who streams 2K, had yeah, 130. He and then, yeah, he's insane. Dude, yeah. He's like, there insane. are massive numbers. And one thing is, like, I, I've learned that everyone has a different, like, what do they want? What do they want? Do they want to get it up to that point? Do they want to just be no like there's a comfort in being the a big MLB the show person because at least you you probably have that consistency, you know? Um, and it takes a while to build up that consistency. And at the end of the day, you know, you can build yourself up on doing the one game, but mm -hmm. when you ditch it, you know, you're putting that consistency at risk, but also the potential to go for bigger, better things. And not everyone wants that bigger biggest thing on twitch as well a lot of people true i mean to that point and it'll be like i'm happy where i'm at i'm doing more than fine and it's not i don't want to stress myself too out too much put that much pressure on me but there's I'm not much more you can is. do though there's not much more you can do like i think most of us here have found a certain level of success we're either happy with the way it is now or the ha way it's trending towards correct but yep. i also mm -hmm you dude you gotta get to a point like what's the limit like again like i'm not even being a dickhead when i say this i'm not trying to mm -hmm. promote it but like i hit an amount of subs i never thought i would what if i switch to another game that gets more views and that's what i do like imagine that right like no. what like, and I think imagine us... imagine coos like a coos or a kyle like if kyle right now has 2.6k in his stream okay that's crazy mm -hmm. all right you got 2.6 Imagine he actually sticks with, say, a the dating stuff or something else. I can see that happening like an Aiden type of fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And and so oh. then, really, what is your limit? You know, I, like, what do you stop at? I mean, you can... There's definitely a limitation to MLB The Show. It's just... Yeah. There, there has... There, there's a cap. There's a finite amount of viewers. There's a finite amount of people who are interested in baseball. Even if you transitioned to fifa madden 2k the cap jumps exponentially like look at castro those castro and yeah FIFA. they pull in yeah crazy views yeah, yeah castro is hitting 30 40 000 right. views regularly right. playing fifa and like that is what 20 times 15 times what the top mlb the show player is the no that's that's 10 15 times the entire directory is <laughs> like let's be real yeah. like Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's crazy, dude. That's nuts, Nancy. Yeah, but like I, I feel like every year it's climbing up, right? Um, oh, absolutely. But and, and here's what I have to say about this: like, if you're not trying to work on something, trying to implement something different, trying to be more entertaining, then like you're not even gonna get there, anyways. You know? Like, I mean, like no you, one fucked me for gameplay like there's not one person out there who watches me and says yo let's play ranked and let's fucking get the world series this year that's not happening like no one cares uh yeah it's like it's hmm. like which for me no but for me which is why i think those scan like sorry to interrupt you is not why even. i think that is why i think that if i play GeoGuessr or watch 60 days in no one gives a shit because no one's there to watch me play anyway mm -hmm. so i kind of mm -hmm. feel all right with that but the problem oh, yeah. is then how do you just expand off being a geo guesser or a 60 days in or a YouTube watching stream? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, what? Like kind of like, Oh yeah. And well, I'm always going to go yeah. back to MLB. Cause that's, that's you, the thing. That's the thing I love. Paul, you, know? you have an innate ability 
to have people there for you. Mm-hmm. Like, right. So you, you can talk about, there's different types of content creators, right? You have the shrouds of the world who people right. are there because he's absolutely cracked at the game. For but sure. then you have the Tim, the Tatmans of the world who are there. People are there for him, his personality, his content. Mm-hmm. And I think you are a, Tim the Tatman, where where you go, people are going to follow you because you have such a big personality mm-hmm. and you're so good at that. Well, I appreciate that a lot because I and that's like what you know, because a lot of times when I actually sit there and I'm playing this game and I know that I'm not hitting well and people are in stream, you know, always shitting on you. I, I do like the funny part is is that hey, guess what? I remember that I remember you, yeah, you're getting divorced right now. You're going through a worse time than I am just because I can't hit in ranked, okay? So oh it's like, God. but I don't bring that up. You know, I'm a, I'm a better person than that. So <laughs> I just think to myself, you know, everyone's got their shit going on. But I'm just, I literally, for me, MLB is a background thing for me. And I love it. And I love playing it. I just want to talk to people all day, you know, and that, that is, that's where I get it, right? That's I've, I've, used, I've used the description a lot of being a just chatting streamer who just happens to be playing a game. That's what I like it, to say yeah, a lot of times. That's it, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. A lot of people, I mean, yeah, a lot of people are in that boat with you. There's definitely people in our community who are, are good content creators, but people are there definitely because of how good they are at the game. Like, a Kreiner mm-hmm. is a good example of that. Like, he's a good content creator, but a lot of people watch him because he's so incredible mm-hmm. at playing this game. Pitching Rebel, like, those guys who are the ultimate competitors, people are going in there in there to watch them be just cracked out of their minds i know that that's never going to be me at mlb the show and i mean if you realize very early that you're not going to be one of the top players at a game you have to find something else to do with your content yeah i don't i I don't even think that that's necessarily the place you even want to be though because that shit's got to be so stressful bro when everyone's relying on you to win every game and yeah, it's Trout is good at games that he plays. Like he's good at a lot. Like he he blew up a lot because he was wild at say PUBG. If you guys remember those days, and that was a big reason. But at the end of the day, in the same respect, people go to watch him. Yeah, because I mean he has his personality. But like he's very good in any game that he plays and things mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. he has those skills to carry between so many different games and things like that. And like that's why at the end of the day he's successful. And like. Even though it seems like, you know, he's very good at game, you know, part of his personality is that he's good at game, every game that he plays. And even if he's not playing games that he'd be very good at, he does. He has such like a meme community and things like that. You know, you build that kind of stuff up. And a lot of people, like the reasons that a lot of guys, like even like Tim the Tadman blew the hell up, us guys, the MLB show community could be in the same category. Like we're using, like we're, we all play a game, we make content around a game, things like that. But, you know, you use that to kind of propel you up. You know, you use that to get yourself out there. And, you know, for people, a lot of people down the road, it becomes less about the game and it becomes more about you because more people find you and they attach with that. You know what? And you know, over the long term, you know, you, it's, it, it are, it are opportunities to expand further. And I bet you there are plenty, like a lot of the big content creators, personally, in this community could definitely, if they put enough the, the time into it, they could do very well doing other things too. It may take some time, whatever. But like you, ha- a lot of people have that personality to do other things. It's just, you know, a lot of times we mostly enjoy, say, MLB The Show. And it's a thing that we all like and enjoy. We like talking baseball, things like that. So, you know, a lot of people find that comfort and sick with that because, you know, that's what we're passionate about, you know? 
I mean, I think like we talk, you talk about like doing something different. I think like you see like the 2K guys and the Aidens and the, uh, what we already talked about. It's all based on like IRL stuff and collaboration. Like, what it imagine like the content that would happen if we were all we all did like a home run derby or like you know like just something you mm -hmm. know. That's where I envision like the next step. Like it's it's uh, you see a lot of it. It's all freaking collaboration, doing things that you can't just do by yourself. And that's I mean. That's where the expansion happens, in my opinion. I mean, even when you think about GTA and these role plays, like you're all it's it's all like a collaborative effort. You know what I mean? Or Rust or mm -hmm. Among Us or whatever it was. I do think that there's a is great. there's a lack of collaborative content in MLB The Show. I mean, it's, it's just it's it's, it's inherently not collaborative. You know? Yeah. It's part it's of least how the game's set up. Most sports games. Mm -hmm. The only yeah. thing you can do is play a game against each other a lot of times. That's it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and like, I don't know I think... what we can do about that. I mean, obviously, one of the big things, and I know, Day, you've talked about this. I know I've talked about it, but like a Sandlot type game mode where you could mm -hmm. do like 3v3 wiffle ball games mm -hmm. would be how that would come into MLB. That's one great way to do it. And that's something you could see them even like trying to do one day. And yeah, like I think like hell, Day and I really were just talking about this last night. Like, like finding like what pe like finding say the niche in this community. That is one of the big things. There aren't many class, and one of the things that makes this podcast so great is that it brings so many people, different people together that mm -hmm. normally may not have that opportunity to interact with each other and we talk about the game and things we all find interesting and things like that. And it's like. There's an opportunity if you can come up with things to bring people together and do that. There's there's creative content. That, I mean, like, I'll talk from experience with the Sandlot League last year. Mm -hmm. Like we had that we had the SCS Content Creator League, which was one cool thing, bring people together. But the Sandlot League was also cool because it brought even more people together, and a lot of people really enjoyed it because people were collaborating on stream games and YouTube videos, playing mm -hmm. games against each other. Which the, that hand wasn't really being forced until those custom leagues became a thing. Or you'd have your occasional things, the content creators, but that intent to collaborate wasn't really happening that much at that point. And there was enjoyment in that. People liked seeing everyone come together and stuff. And there is, the, there, uh, someone can just go out there and just find creative, collaborative content to bring people together. I bet Dude, you this I mean, would love that. I just posted the other day that uh, the Mariners are actually hosting, uh, you can get a group of 10 people to do batting practice on the field like can you imagine like so how cool. sick that would be <laughs> if we got 10 freaking content creators to do that what that are they trying to so recruit sick. for the team what are they trying to do <laughs> i think they're, they're just trying to freaking huh? pay their losses because no one freaking shows up but i don't know speaking of so speaking of like irl content i was going back because i remember when uh shelfie and coogs went and visited kyle and they had they did that home run derby. I was looking back at the time. That was, I mean that was one of Kyle's most popular videos. Like compared to the other videos he had posted, was them doing that IRL home run derby slash vlog video. I think there's a lot of potential for that. Yeah, yeah, and like, and I, he, I look forward to going down to Dallas uh, in a couple of weeks, and like I'm gonna be there with Brad and Quash, and like. You bet your ass we're taking a video camera to a baseball field. I may be swinging through. We'll see. It's still up yo, in the listen, air. Yo, listen. I, that's during the week, though, Hans. 
Right. Like, would be uh, huge. Whatever day it was. It's not a weekend because Brad <laughs> said you thought it was on a weekend, but it's a Tuesday and Wednesday. That is right. Yeah. So swing it. Next week maybe makes it easier. Okay. Well, there we go. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you bet your ass. I'm going down there and we're spending some time getting some content going somehow because we got a bunch of great minds together and mm -hmm. Brad's got beautiful cameras. So, I mean, you know, I'm hell yeah, dude. Like, I love that kind of shit. I, I, I the, 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 uh, the kooks and the, the shelfie thing with, 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 uh, Kyle, that was great. You know, yeah, it was, awesome. it was huge. Like, and that, that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. That's like, what, if you want to get to the next level, you got to, Think outside the box like that sort of stuff, because doing all this stuff on your own is only going to get you so far, in my opinion. But I don't know. That's just a whole nother story. But yeah, with with MLB blowing up like TwitchCon, the next TwitchCon we actually have is going to be huge to mm -hmm. get everyone together and meet everyone in person and do that kind of stuff. It's going to be, be collared in every single person. This <laughs> okay. Chat. I can't wait. Well, yeah. I mean, it's probably not hard. On a good day. That's not, yeah. Not not, how tall yeah. are you? I'm 6'2". How tall are you? Who's taller than 6'2 in this chat? No one. See? Boom. <laughs> I'll wear some boots. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, do you guys want to open it up to viewer questions? Does that work? No. Has any questions for us? But yeah, dude, I mean, I can't even imagine how lit, like, uh, TwitchCon mm -hmm. would be, bro. Yeah, that needs to happen. And I've been waiting, would... and, and that's one of the reasons why I'm excited for Dallas, because a lot of people come in there. We got, like, 10 to... 10 to 15 people coming. Mm -hmm. And then the next month I'm meeting up with Scuffy and I think Mark um, and Terps and Subtape. And like, that's cool too, man. Like that mm -hmm. shit's awesome. Like I, I'm stoked. Like we're going to go watch a Mets Pirates game. It's going to be a fucking terrible baseball game, but I'm, I'm down for it. You know, hey, you can watch Lindor get out every bet. Yeah, hopefully because he's overrated. <laughs> so I'm ready. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, some angry Mets fan, please come at me, please. I love the banner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got a question uh, from Greek. yeah, question from M. Frisk. Uh, what is the hardest thing you're trying to overcome right now in your content creation, community building journey? I'll start right now, and it's just a fight uh, with all my IRL shit going on. If you didn't know, the stream, this podcast was actually supposed to happen. Uh, originally last Friday, I had plans. I tried to move it to Sunday. That didn't work. Moved it to today. And then even still, I was sprinting out the door of work, driving way too fast on my way to get here just so I could be here even 30 minutes late for the podcast. So, like, I am definitely feeling the work, stream, life, IRL balance. And that is the one thing that's... I feel like that's the one thing that's holding me back to, to making that next step. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world because it's out of my control. And it's and I don't know if I took too much on my plate, but it's like I'm coaching four or five times a week now and I'm working every day. It's just it's impossible. So that would definitely be for me. I feel like yeah. one of the things for me is that trying to keep in the perspective that it's that it's a marathon at the end of the day, not a sprint. Like a lot of times mm -hmm. I feel like Oh, I have to get all this con I have to do everything. You know, I have to get everything out. I have to get every video out. I have to get every, you know, stream. I have to like, you know, especially in the scope of the show. I mean, the game's only been out for a month. You know, there's mm -hmm. so much more 
time to come, but a lot of times they get in the mindset of, oh, if it's not, if it's not like if this, this, and this isn't happening now, mm-hmm. like it's never going to happen. But I mean, at the end of the day, there's so much, there's so much that can change, you know, over the course of the year. Yep. Thanks. I am with you day. My biggest struggle is time. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to find time to make content, streaming, keep my relationships, you know, work a full-time job. Um, and then I, I want to get more invested in to, to YouTube, but mm-hmm. the process of editing a YouTube video is kind of a beast. So trying to, you know, make time and have adequate time to get YouTube content out is, is by far my biggest hurdle right now. Without a doubt. I, I, I think with me is I, uh, I've been really trying to do TikTok. I'm trying to become the next graceful swan. Right? <laughs> and, uh, but I think the problem with me is I have all the time in the world. So I stream early in the morning and mm-hmm. then I get off, but people don't understand that streaming is actually very tiring. You yeah, know, you're no, talking to all these fucking people and I wake up, I go to bed at 10. I'm up. I mean, I'm up late now. This is late for me. So I'm gonna be tired tomorrow, but like, wake up you talk to like you know 200 people during a stream you're exhausted afterwards and then i've been doing a lot of graphic design work lately that i feel like i'm trying to catch up on most of the time and i feel like i'm letting people down by i'm taking more time doing it but for the most part i just hate what i'm doing when i do create it so i need more time the Mm -hmm. second part of that is i always feel that and i post this the other day is that i feel that if i'm gonna stop one day that someone else is gonna take my fucking time someone's going to mm-hmm. take over my spot. If I don't stream at 7 a.m., someone's going to see that and stream in the morning, even though it's not like that. But it can be. It kind of right? like, can be, though, yeah. And when when you rely on this, when, when this is your number one thing, mm-hmm. right, for me, because, again, I do well doing graphic stuff, too, but, like, mm-hmm. when it's your number one thing, it, that, that kind of gets to you. But we all need days off, guys. Like, you're really... Like, and it's hard to get in that mindset of being okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And ants, I mean, like tonight you had a great stream, right? And you're on here tonight. Like maybe tomorrow morning you wake up and you don't feel so well. You don't want to stream. Like, don't let that fucking, you know, don't just do it. Although we've all had streams where you don't feel like doing it. And that's the best stream. Mm -hmm. It gets you out of that funk. But someone said very early in this conversation, I forget who it was, but that this is a, I think it was you, Nancy that this is your outlet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This this pulls you out of mm-hmm. your normal life. And I agree with that to a certain extent. Like, I agree with that completely, but you got to watch out for yourself because if you're not, if you get, if you feel that grind, man, dude, we've all had it. I've not streamed for like weeks because I felt like shit. Dude, you know? it can and like suck you down a hole too. And, and when everything is number based in this sort of line, that shit can get to you, bro. 100%. Kind of going into that, a lot of times for me, like I'll be so focused on the content side of things that I'll let, you know, other aspects of my life slip, you know? Of course. You know, See, that's where I can't be. And I know that. And yeah, uh, I've been there too, I man. Say, and, and, and then creating content and then just trying to manage everything. Next thing you know, you've just fallen behind on and, everything. You're behind and so, on and work. Like, you're behind. And so yeah. with that, like, like I, I don't know how everyone's like, you know, status in the chat, but imagine having family and kids and all that right and like mm-hmm. you gotta if this is your escape you gotta somehow get back to that other life and like live it mm-hmm. right because the escape feels so good 
Yeah, like it does. It's an escape for a reason, but like you gotta pay attention to yourselves, guys. You really do. Agreed, dude. I, I was gonna ask something because you you made a good point that this, you know, content creation is so focused on numbers and your analytics and that kind of stuff. Both you, uh, Ants, and you, Paul, do you feel like your worry about numbers has lessened since you've become a Twitch partner? I don't give a shit anymore. I don't <laughs> care. I mean, the sub number thing is a thing, right? Because, like, that's actually what does put diapers on my non-existent child. But, like, <laughs> I really do. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, man, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to have fun with it. But when I, when I, so when I start winding down when i start feeling that burn from stream people are like yo go another hour no i'm done mm -hmm. like i'm not i am done because i if i keep going i'm gonna be I'm, i don't want to do it anymore you know so i'm trying to like balance that mm -hmm. so but i do think that the whole thing of hitting partner is kind of kind of lessened the grind right like i mean ants like what i mean like when I hit it, that I watched numbers so much, and that's because I'm a finance guy, right? But like now, I don't care as much. But yeah. maybe I should. I don't know. For me, I'm like a super analytical numbers person, so Same. like I stress over the numbers a ton. But I guess there's just not like that added level of stress behind it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. I, I look at the numbers to understand them, but I'm not over the top worrying about oh it has to be this 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 and this or you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get this thing or that thing but i mean i still i still look at my numbers just as much sure, and, why just as much well, but well, like partner yeah. doesn't get you shit other yeah. than just the check mark so like i mean yeah i mean i'll hop i'll hop in the chats now and get recognized that's right. cool but yeah. <laughs> before that it's like it doesn't do shit though for you mm. you know I mean, just from an outsider looking in and my interaction with, like, say, goals like that, I found I would personally lean towards partner being kind of like a celebratory thing more than anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you yeah. celebrate. It's a celebration of all time you put onto Twitch. Thing like that. And obviously, you have your benefits of, you know, your check mark, your extra emotes, things like that. But it's becoming the partner isn't the life changing thing. And with me, I'm getting close to it, but I'm not getting overly serious or overly stressed about it because at the end of the day i'm just treating it like a celebration like if i get there whoa we'll celebrate for it you know it's a cool thing to get but i'm not gonna try to like take it put more pressure on myself than i'm already dealing with to uh to reach those numbers and all that because at the end of the day like how much is gonna really change after that i feel it, like not that much i'm gonna be honest the last month i mean i i appreciate everyone and i appreciate kind of the you know the growth that i've experienced over the last month but i would be lying if i said i wasn't stressed like when i have mm -hmm. a stream that's under partnership numbers and i know i have another application coming up i'm like is that going to be the thing that prevents me from getting of course, of course. Mm -hmm. it this time and it's it's added a, a fair amount of stress and for each me. of us have been there i mean we've all been there dude we all get that we understand so, that I mean, it's rough, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was just wondering if it was is one of those things that once you get it, it's like, you know. No, yeah, I'm really, glad you, it really is. Yeah. I'm glad you, you mentioned that, Nutsy, because, like, I mean, to answer um, Frisk's question before about, like, the pressures you all, like, the things we all deal with, my biggest obstacle, I feel like as of late especially, has been the pressure. I mean, like, I'm, kind, I'm now doing this full time based because I had a crappy college experience, and... I feel like there's just pressure kind of coming everywhere, you know. 
I've got hey now. like things are going well, but I have that pressure. Like I'm worried like things are going to suddenly go down and start to struggle like that. I have that pressure that, I mean, now I'm doing this full time. My, my family who's supportive about it are like, oh, maybe you should do this if you need more money. And like, I don't, I want to do this all day, every day, ideally. And I have that pressure that maybe I can't, like, I'm prepared to do that stuff if needed, but I, I'm prepared, like, I'm feeling the pressure that this won't be able to be that thing for now. And that I have to fall back on the thing. I don't want to do that. This is the thing that I'm passionate about. And I think I can do it. But like, using this time right now, I have that, that pressure on me that, you know, if I don't put out the content, if I don't put in the work that I need to, then. It, my opportunity is going to be gone because no, I feel I, like you only I, have so many opportunities for things to go well. I don't mm -hmm. want to miss out on opportunities, so I put that. Ex I have that extra pressure I feel on myself, and it's like when I'm off it, off it, and I I feel like sometimes like when like the the next day and I wake up like oh maybe I should have done that the day before, maybe I should have worked on this earlier, and like when I'm not perfect on things, I I put that extra pressure on myself, then I probably shouldn't, but it's still something I constantly deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I feel for a lot of you guys who are transferring to a full-time streamer, right? Because when I first started, I mean, I started streaming on YouTube in 2017, but I had a full-time job, right? And it was like, I didn't really pay attention to it. When I took it seriously or tried to at the time, I wasn't working, right? So it was two years ago and, but I feel a lot for you guys who have seen the success, right? Whether it's on YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, right? And, and I'm, I do get nervous for a lot of people because I know for me personally, again, we've talked like nuts earlier, like I had a really good fucking job that like, I just, it drove me mad, but like. I still have this yearly goal where if I don't hit this, I'm going back, you know, because that's the biggest thing. And now I got someone else to take care of with me. Hopefully soon I have kids. Right. And like, I got, if I have kids, dude, streaming has got to get to a whole nother level than what I have it set at now. So I feel for a lot of you guys. I, I but again, everyone in this chat is way younger than me. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was talking this to my girlfriend, like I honestly, I feel like even in 2017, when I started doing it, I was 30. Wait, no. Wait, how long ago was that? Five years ago? I was 30, 32. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, anyway. Um, I felt like I was too old then. A lot of you guys, though, were young. You know what I mean? Like, And this is like some dad advice right now, but like, you might as well just rock this as long as you can. Milk it fucking forever until it just falls off the wheels. And then, mm -hmm. But then you got to have a backup plan, though. Mm -hmm. you know yeah because you might meet you might meet a chick you might have kids you might you know and then what the mm -hmm. fuck you do you know like mm -hmm. and like that's that's exactly like i've i felt like i i add that pressure to myself because i feel like you know like things i have an opportunity to even do it i i i just finished up school basically and i have a family who's supportive of me doing this i have a i'm in a size position where i can give it a shot and i know i can do it and I'm in a position right now where, you know, I don't have other people to worry about paying bills, things like that, except for myself. So I feel like this is like the pressure is on me because I have to do this now because if I don't say down the road, then I may just lose that opportunity where I may not be able to do it. And then I have to give up on it one day, you know, and that's where the pressure comes from a lot of it. 
Yeah, it would take me. It would take a lot for me to jump into full-time content creation. Oh, for sure. And dude, and and Nancy, imagine like, dude, I know, like, you know, I know what you do for a living. And I mean, I don't necessarily know how much you make, but I know it's more than you do streaming or creating YouTube. So in order to, you know, it make that equal, it's going to be a lot. And like, I literally said to myself, I hate this job that I'm working and I'm going to take a hit. And I was living in New York at the time. Like now I'm like, I, I lived in the worst place to do that. Cause it's like, you need all of the money you can to fucking live in New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've constantly pretty consistently said that if I was ever going to go full time, I would have to be making probably two to three times what I make as a lawyer right now, salary wise, just to feel comfortable, just because that revenue stream can dry up so quickly. And right now I have a stable job. I have a job that will set me up for the rest of my life. Um, if I was going to walk away from that, it would, it would require something substantial. Yeah. So I would say you never do that. Nazi. <laughs> never, never become full time. Keep doing what you're doing. Stream the way you're doing. Cause there's no point. Cause dude, yeah, and then why at like the both? same time, it's like, why are you so? Why would you be so stressed about the numbers if you know you'd never go full time? That's actually a really good question. Uh, I think good. that's good. Uh, day. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a. I was listening. I have a big, a big want to be successful at things I do, and numbers equate success in this field at least in i i feel that and i know a lot of people say don't get caught up on the numbers don't pay attention mm -hmm. to the numbers but as as a, if you want to be a successful content creator you have to have nazi nazi it's validation it That's valid what it was for me percent, it, yeah. was, it was validation not just to me though but if we're gonna get real deep and i've said this before the validation was to my girlfriend who allowed me to do this and yeah. pursue it and i kept saying I remember, I remember conversations where I had with her. I was like, babe, we have 30 average viewers in the stream. We're halfway there to partner. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know what I mean? Like, or we got, a, we got a raid today from 200 people. I had 300 people in my stream today. I remember those conversations, right? And, but the validation to tell her when I got partner was it. And like, that meant a lot because it's like, hey, look, what I've been doing where I still feel like dog shit because I'm not making 140 grand a year like I used to, that made it okay, right? In my head and for her though, like she she knew that I was working my ass off to get there, you know, so. I was gonna say like, if we're talking about partnership and why partnership matters, that is at least how I think about it, that is the validation of Twitch, yep. right? That like when that check, yeah. you but, have made it. But then what's Congrats. after that though? I don't think there's anything after that. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, I think that that's I have. But Twitch directly, that's it. That's what I'm I saying. Have, other than it's just, it, it's not. It's not a. It's numbers. not a means to an end, right? No, and it's never been for me. Like this, uh, my end goal has never been to be a full time content creator. My end goal was to use content creation as as a means to escape my day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. and then i realized i could be somewhat moderately successful at it and then it was the grind to be my definition of successful mm -hmm. and i think that twitch partner gives me that and i think that helps me accomplish my goals as a content creator and then everything past that is playing with house money that's fair but what what i'm really saying at the end of the day is that 
if you keep up what you're doing, and I tell Scan this all the time, if you keep up what you're doing and you don't let up and you don't take time off and you keep grinding, that's just in the cards. Like, that's that's just how it's going to be, you know? Is it, though? Is it? It's not always, I don't think. There, there have been... It's, it's, listen, like, let me, here's what I think about that. I think you make a point that, like, obviously you see a lot of people who turn out successful the way they did. It's because they kept on putting in time. 100%. Kept on grinding, which is true. It's very true. But, like, there are also a lot of people who are putting in a lot of time and things like that where it doesn't turn out well. Yeah, but they're not. I can tell you, like, all that time. I can tell you five like, people right now that I watch and, and they put in work, man. They fucking make YouTube videos. They, they stream consistently. They're on they're on TikTok and on fucking everything, and they're just not getting the love. And it's like, and it's sometimes, man. It's like, I I don't ever want to. Sh- I'm never gonna shit on someone for that for that dude. He's put people are putting the fucking work, but like, man, at some point, like, with if that was me, I'd be like, I'm out. But I have- I would have <sighs> given up, bro. Because like it, here's another thing with it that may, it may also give you like that's I get what you're saying, Day. It's and like you're you're talking a lot. But like, about, it, like I'm talking about you guys that are already like you already see the success. You're already doing well on the TikTok. You're you're you know what I mean? It's like if you no, I keep get I get what you're saying, up, Day. But like, here's what it is for me. Ready? I've been streaming on Twitch and making content since 2016. I had zero traction from that first stream. Up until like maybe even 20 it took me multiple years just to get affiliate because i was just my hard my vision of hard work back then was streaming every day playing a super saturated game where and that was it and it was in like i eventually had gotten affiliate at some point and it was like oh i'm growing that's cool and like it felt like it was right but like obviously like i was working so much to such a little means to the end and when things start to click and go well, it's great. It's cool to see. But I can never bank on it keeping going up. I never know when one day it could just hit a wall and stop. Which but is why I'm saying you for... just you keep going is what I'm saying. Well, you, like... you do keep going. Agreed. But, like, you still have that worry that one day it could just stop and okay. be gone like okay. that. Okay, but will it ever get back to that point where you were affiliate? What do you mean? Like, well, I get that. No, but like, I get what you, I get what you're saying. But like, you know, like, I mean, like, like for example, with this scenario, you know, I'm doing this as a living. You know, right now, this isn't enough for me right now to really, like, long term, I can't do it full time at this right now for long term. Yeah, fine right now. But if I really want to make this a thing that I, you know, I'm doing all the time, like something, like I want to make it to a viable thing. I have to keep going at that level. Mm-hmm. And like it's you, you get worried that it's going to stop all of a sudden. You get worried when you're trying to make this your your daily grind, you're making this your thing, you're you're pursuing your dream. You know, you get worried that one day it can just be gone like that. And you could do yep. all the work that you want on there, you still have that worry that one day it can be gone. So you know, you still stress out about the things as you go cuz you get worried about that future still. You never know when things would be just done and all that it's it's like it's like selling houses bro i mean you're a realtor and like you could have a really good month and next month it ain't the same so you can't Mm -hmm. bank on it you can't Mm -hmm. bank on what you're gonna get coming in you know and at the end of the day you can't predict the future 
you yeah, know, right. like you could put in work, you could hope things keep going to say to it the same days, but you never know when one day things just are just like gone like that and you miss out on an opportunity because something happened, maybe out of your control. You never know what happens. So like for me, it's like I worry about the like I constantly worry about the now because I'm worried about potentially what if it is gone one day, you know, what if I miss out on an opportunity? What if I make a mistake but not putting in work enough right now? That's why all that stress kind of piles up because you're worried about that future. Can I can I ask you guys decline that you you know never recover from right? I mean, yeah. I mean I've seen that happen too. There was a couple of streamers used to would get thousands of viewers that fire up and have yeah. you know you get more than fifty now. You know yeah. Can I yeah. can I ask you guys a question? Like, what do you what do you think is your biggest platform aside from Twitch? Right? I think a couple of you have the exact answer of that, but yeah. But for me, I also like I again the back to Friska's question, right? About like what do you think is your biggest downfall right now of, of content creation? For me, it's I really want to do a YouTube. I had it all planned out this year. I was like, man, I'm gonna I, I had an editor, I was gonna pay him, I was gonna do all this shit. But when it came down to it, again, not being like no one's gonna come to me for hitting videos, so why make that a fucking video, right? Mm -hmm. You guys have that in your realm. Mine is basically just gonna be like shitting on fucking player cards or like whatever, making a meme out of something. But what do you think it is that is your, and that's why I've never gotten into YouTube. I'm still trying, but maybe one year I will. But what do you think is your like bread and butter, like aside from it? Like I, mean, I am- Definitely TikTok for you, Nancy. Yeah, but I'm about to have to come have to come to Jesus on TikTok, right? Because <laughs> because my whole TikTok up to MLB the shows so far has been teaching new players how to play the game. We're a month into the game. The new players mm -hmm. know how to play the game. How where do I pivot? <laughs> like wh where do we go now? Right. And, and I can pick back up next year and teach new players how to play the game, but what about the here and now? And guess what, Nutsy? You should do the exact same thing. You should do that, but you do need to branch off. Everyone needs to branch off, right? But you do yeah. need to make those same videos. Of course you do, because those get hits. Yes. Yeah, I ran into that problem big time last year. I mean, mm -hmm. it got to, I didn't diversify enough last year while I was doing well on YouTube. And then all of a sudden it's October. No one needs to know how to make subs anymore. And so with that lack of necessity for people to make subs, so did, you know, the necessity for people to watch my channel. And my YouTube channel just completely died out entirely. Do you do you think that the um, not so ants you mentioned people who got like a lot of viewers and now we see them now with like very low, right? I mean, we've all seen this because we're all very analytical and we, we clearly see or how our peers are doing, right? Mm -hmm. And we're not calling anyone out, but I'm saying, do you think it's because people don't change what they're doing? I think that's 1000% the reason apps. they don't, they, they, yes. they, they, they stay comfortable based off what the, what the, you know, the entire community wants based off what kind of the, the meta is, so to speak on Twitch, like you, mm -hmm. or any platform, you got to be able to, to pivot and change and be able to make those decisions. Cause if not, then yeah, you know, eventually things, you know, people get tired of watching the same thing over again. Things, things get stale. You know, I, there's plenty of people who I used to watch all the time. And I don't watch them anymore, you know. Back when I played Madden a lot, I watched a lot of Madden YouTubers. And eventually Damn. I got tired of Madden, so I stopped watching those YouTubers. But when I still watch 
is MMG because he's he's kind of paralleled his content to not just be Madden. He does some IRL stuff now. And I still keep up and watch those because that's not Madden. That's not, I don't care about Madden, but his IRL content is still entertaining within its own kind of sphere. So yeah, it's it's extremely important for that. Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm. How many like, how many pe- how many people are you guys subscribed to on Twitch? Who me? Too many. Yeah, like everyone. No, like, no, like how, how many how many do you think how many how many do you like sub- actually subscribe to? Because I'm going to say this, when I first got into Twitch, I spent like my first couple of months, I was I was spending $800 a month on fucking Twitch subs. I was up not to that a much lot for a while. Not it's that reduced much. to like I can count on my like one maybe two hands how many so, people i sub to the same question though goes do you get the people in your streams who are like who do you ever feel bad that you can't get to as every single person's stream because i the, do yeah all the, yes so much mm-hmm. but i don't want to sit on twitch every day i did it and now i'm done so i stream mm-hmm. i i might watch a couple streams in the afternoon but there's people I wish I could watch, but I just don't get there, and I feel bad for doing that. But I I can't as a as a person who streams and creates content, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's I feel what shitty. I noticed too. Like I've I've noticed I I I stick to just a few people that I watch consistently all the time now, because like I it's just like yep. it's a schedule like based on what I'm doing. And like yeah, like I used to be so I I came onto Twitch because I loved watching Twitch like. I, I came on back when I back when like 2013, 2014, give or take, when I started to even watch Twitch. And over the years, when I got more and more into it. I always thought, like, what if I did try a stream? When I eventually got into it, you know, I was more I was doing it from the perspective like I'm just trying it for fun. But I'm still gonna watch my people. And mm-hmm. now as it's gone on, it's like I, I realize I can't just sit in like I'll sometimes I'll pop a stream up while I'm working on things and all that, but like. I mean, for me, especially nowadays, I like a lot of times when I'm in a stream, like the, the I like when I'm watching a stream, I like to chat with the streamer, things like that, and actually interact with them a lot. So like for me to sit down, take that time and do that in my day right now is like minimal time. And it's like, it, it, not like it feels like a job, but like sometimes it's like, I want to have that time where I'm relaxing off of Twitch, all that, and just not thinking about that. And then have that dedicated time for it if I have it. Cause like, it's just like, I don't want to be on the site all day, every day, I as think... much as I want to watch people. It's like how it works out. It's the same view for me at this point. Especially with how Twitch sets up. Like, I mean, I follow, I'm, we all, I'm sure we all follow a ton of creators cause we've, we've met so many awesome creators that we love on the platform. But for me, like, especially with how Twitch sets up, like who's live or the top viewed are at the, at the most, I'll get down like seven, eight people. And by that point, like, you know, I found somebody who is online right now that I want to chat with that I want to watch, etc. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of people who like I'll be like, man, I, ha- I haven't been in their stream in a while. I haven't even seen them online, mm-hmm. and they watch their stream every day. I just don't even I don't even look that far into it because you just you know I'll see the first person mm-hmm. and I won't watch and click there and go from there. But yeah, there's there's a ton of people that yeah, you just, yeah, there's not enough time and uh, to spend and support everybody that you want to or you know you feel like deserves support. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you my first example. When I was, I got, when I first started getting in, into MLB the show and back in MLB 18, the first streamer I found was, I found Dimu. And I, I watched him all the time whenever I was able to back then. And obviously, and then a lot, especially for a while, I would stream a lot of times that later night time 
when he was streaming, especially last year. So, like, I went from watching him all the time and, like, hanging out and all that, and I was, wasn't even remembering that I had still subbed to him and going and giving the resub message. I was like, oh, my God, I don't, like, stop in here often enough. And, like, it just kind of, what like, phased out of my mind. It's like I felt bad, but it's like I couldn't find that time to go in there all the time because I was you know, doing my own thing at the exact same time. And, like, there's so many people that, like, hell, Paul, I would love to watch you way more than I did. I actually would. But I'm always asleep at 7 a.m. because I'm a oh. freaking late-night degenerate up to, like, 2, 3 a.m. So I'm always you. asleep at that point. Listen, and, like, when so I was an alcoholic, we could have been fucking friends because that would have been up years <laughs> all of my streams. But now I got to stick to a fucking schedule because I'm back on corporate, you know? Like, I get it, mm -hmm. yeah. I, uh, one of the hardest things for me as a content creator is feeling like I always have to be plugged in. So mm -hmm. along those same lines, it doesn't feel like I have time to get to everyone's stream. Um, you know, I take my time, I stream for myself, but then in my time that I'm off stream, I kind of feel like I have to be refreshing Twitter, interacting with people on Twitter, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, responding to TikTok comments or whatever it might be. And it's hard to force myself to put my phone down and like, Mm -hmm. decompress it kind of feels like i always have to be on like i leave my job 4 35 o'clock every day and then i am plugged in as a content mm -hmm. creator and so I, yeah i, I want to say like back to like the, my question about like what's your biggest platform i think for me though mine was twitter i realized i wasn't gonna do a lot of youtube shit tiktok wasn't in the cards at the time so i then started doing all my little videos right on Twitter. And I tried building that up. And I've realized that like, it doesn't matter what platform you grow on. You still have this, you still get people coming through. Like I've had people coming through being like, yo, your video on Twitter was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you, you know, and your Twitter followers will, followers will grab you more eyes for maybe potential sponsorships. Right? So like my thing was I'm far from YouTube. I'm far from, I'm, I'm, I'm good on Twitch. But what am I good at? Let's do Twitter, mm -hmm. right? So that was for me. Mm -hmm. It was like, so I, I I like that too. We all have different shit. Like, yeah, Ant is like definitely YouTube. Like, dude, like, uh, you know, I mean, Nutsy, you're definitely TikTok, but you're going to grow on more shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Scan, you've done both, right? But you, mm -hmm. you're YouTube's and It's funny it. that like, you mentioned that too, because like when I was first getting into the community, the thing was Twitter. Like when I, like when, even though I was spending a lot of time watching people, I may I would tweet I would make meme videos of j like mainly Coogs, Dimu, Jugsy, and like back then I was just the small guy kind of getting into streaming, and it like they 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 found out who I was like for me like at first it was like kind of being like like we'll call it a rapport in a community like building like oh hey this guy is an entity in the community he's a person and you no know, at the start you know that was a lot of it people would. See that, like, bro, that, that clip you made was funny. And that's that was a lot of the start, because back then I wasn't doing YouTube, and right. TikTok wasn't even a thing yet. So, like, that's where it started off for me. And then this year, i just been really focusing on, I mean, start, last year was mostly TikTok, and now this year it's doing all YouTube and TikTok, and all of them as much as possible. Yep. Well... I think we should uh, we should end it on there, guys, because it's, yeah, it's been a freaking long, long one. one. <laughs> it's been a long one. Uh, one of the wow, longest three hours. Been... Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. I gotta go to bed. Uh, um, yeah, uh, you guys go head out if you need to. I'm gonna keep streaming, but I appreciate all you guys, man. Nutsy, thanks for hopping on, and I hope you had a Thank good time, good. man. 
Yeah, it, it was, was a blast. Fun, um, hopefully, I can come on with you guys again at some a later point because I had a lot of fun talking to you. All. I want to, of course, dude. Again, like everyone here is fucking killing it. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> for sure. Have a good night, y'all. It was. Yeah, and for anyone else that uh, hung out this whole time, I appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys are subscribed and you guys are following along on the podcast as well. And you guys can find the links 